All right, sweet. We are gaming. We are indeed gaming, and it is spectacular. All right. I, w <laughs> I was going to say, I was gaming this evening, and it was not a good time. <laughs> foreshadowing. Oh, no, oh, no foreshadowing. <laughs> we know what Retro's opinion is. All right. So, um, <laughs> welcome, everyone, to the third episode of the Juice Cast. I am Juice. What we do on this podcast is... We take a deep dive into games, both our subjective experiences and also just a deep analysis, uh, usually going with the development process, the gameplay and story, or what the game could have been in the future. Um, so today I have with me two guests, and one of them is just Lemres, and the other one is Retropolis, or Retropolis Zone, so I'll let them introduce themselves. Hey, I'm Lemurs. I play video games too fast. I played the Sonic Adventure series for an unhealthy long amount of time, and <laughs> these games are like, I'm, I'm basically this game's encyclopedia. <laughs> okay, so Lemurs is going to be able to help us with the fact-checking and stuff. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm Michael from Metropolis Zone, and uh, I make game reviews on YouTube, and um, I've played Sonic for all my life. But recently, I kind of grew out of it, and this man, Juice, he asked me to talk about Sonic Heroes with him. For some reason, he had to pick Heroes and not <laughs> SA2, but here I am. Yes. Um, I'm happy to be here, though. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad it didn't sound like it for a second there. <laughs> good. Like, just get out of here already. What are you doing? <laughs> um... So, yeah, um, I, I've played this game. I guess we'll start by going over our personal history with Sonic Heroes. That's usually what we do to start off. <clears throat> so, I guess I'll start off with that. And I played this game as a kid on the Nintendo GameCube. Thankfully, I did not have a PlayStation 2 version of it. Um, I played it after Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. I kind of played Sonic Adventure SA2, Sonic Heroes... Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic Mega Collection Plus all around the same time. Sonic uh, Mega Collection Plus I did have on PS2. Um, now I, I went from Sonic Adventure 2 to this game and I believe that me and my buddy did like a game trade where he gave me Sonic Heroes and I gave him Four Swords Adventures or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's how I got a, a hang of it. <laughs> um, so I came off of my first playthrough of like Sonic Adventure 2 and like playing around with the, uh, the Chow Garden and whatnot, and I, I went to this, and I, even as a kid, I kind of knew that there was something off with this game, to in, like to me, like, it kind of felt like I was dying a lot to, to nonsense, and I kind of even got a little frustrated, like I... I couldn't beat it for the for the longest time, and I was able to beat the other Sonic games. It's like, I can't beat Final Fortress. Why can't I beat Final Fortress with Team Dark at all? What's wrong? Um, I just remember struggling a lot with the game, uh, but I did have fun with it still. I was still a little bit interested in uh, what the game was doing, and I liked the overall um, levels, how they're designed and stuff like that, like the environments. So... Other than that, Sonic Heroes was probably the first, like, YouTube video I made on a video game, which is when I started my, like, first YouTube channel, and I went into, like, how the game was developed and my opinions on it, and that was actually the only uh, game that I did 
in that format <laughs> before moving on to other things. Um, and then other than that, so I've played it. I've played through the game like a couple times, and then recently, like in the last couple of days, um, I played it again on GameCube. Well, not the full thing. I played through Team Sonic, and I played through half of Team Chaotix, so not that much. But with the way that the game is designed, that's plenty for me to like get a hang of what the game is trying to do since Team Dark and Team Rose are essentially Team Sonic, but with either more or less bullshit. And Team Chaotix is a very different uh, gameplay style, so I wanted to separate them like that to get the most out of it. Um, so that's my history with Sonic Heroes. It's not its not like the most in-depth, but um, I do have history with it, and I have played it since I was a kid. So, With my history with this game, it's actually kind of interesting. A lot of people know me as being the Sonic Adventure guy. Funny enough, Heroes was actually my first like Sonic game I got to own physically myself. I still remember as a kid, I got a GameCube, and I got Sonic Heroes and Monkey Ball One together as um as a birth as a Christmas present. And I remember I spent too long just like running through the same stages over and over for no reason. Mm. And then like three years come by, and you get to 2007, I see speedruns of this game. Well, back then they were just little small, small. I guess they called them time attack back in 2007. And I was like, I like this. And then I <laughs> grinded the game, grinded it, played like garbage. But hey, I was, I was having fun. And then I remember when I went to a school book fair, they had these cheap books. Remember those cheat code books that would have all the cheap cheat codes for a bunch of games? I remember oh, yeah. one of them. They would have for heroes that. You could unlock the two players like secret metallic characters in one player mode if you 100% the game. So I made it my goal, my mission. Oh man. 100% the game. I spent I don't know how many hours, like maybe 30 or something as a kid finally doing it, getting super hard mode, beating it. And then I go to the game. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah. I had never been more disappointed in my life. That sounds like something made up on like the old um, game FAQs or whatever those websites were. Where yeah, they like just have this facts, huge GTC, list. Yeah, they always copy and pasted those cheats. <laughs> Everything else on the list was correct. Like they would have Easter eggs or glitches. Yeah. Those all worked. Like if you use Team Dark, Team Blast on a pole and then hit the button, you spin up it even though there's nothing showing, which I thought was fine. And I wanted to get the the metal characters. I never got them. Mm. I was so disappointed. Damn. Mm. But hey, it made me want to speed run it, so I guess break. that's a win. <laughs> First heartbreak in his life, maybe. For real, though. <laughs> <laughs> I and... guess that brings us to my, my yes. history with the game. Okay, so... I, I grew up on Sonic on Mega Drive, because I'm a European, and... I have a lot of memories of just like playing Sonic 1, 2, and 3 on the Mega Drive. And the Mega Drive was usually, uh, usually at my grandparents. So I would play the Mega Drive when I was over there. And at my parents' house, we had like a PlayStation 1. And we got, I think, I, I remember we got a GameCube for, I think, Holidays 2002. That was when Mario Sunshine came out, right? Mm -hmm. It was the yeah. year of Mario Sunshine. So I got a GameCube with Sunshine and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. And I played, you know, both of them to death. SA2, I remember back in the day almost 100%ing it. But 
I think my save file corrupted when I was at like 170 emblems or something. Yikes. So <laughs> that was a lot of progress lost and I had to go back years and years and years later to finally get all the emblems. But you know, from SA2, I moved over to Heroes and I honestly can't remember much about like Heroes, what I thought of it as a kid at all. And I don't have all that many memories of playing it. Um, I do remember that at one point we went on like vacation to France it was and we brought the GameCube with us and I think I I remember playing it a lot and I was aiming to get all the A ranks as well mm -hmm. I don't know if I got it back then I think I did but I'm not sure I've definitely gotten it since but I can't remember if I got it back then but I probably thought the game rocked because as a kid I thought every Sonic game rocked <laughs> when, when Sonic 06 came out I I jammed with that shit you know so I cannot I don't know. say the same <laughs> that oh game really <laughs> no I mean oh, I played really? it a no. little bit later I probably didn't play it until like 2009 or 2010 or something like uh, that that changes everything yeah and I mean, I still rock with it, but the thing that got me about Sonic 06 was even back then it was like the loading screens and like the yeah, yeah. just, oh, I'm going to do this very small, minute thing. And then it's another super long loading screen. Like I was just making fun of it. Even as a kid, I was like, this is horrible. Please. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> as a kid, I had all the time in the world. I had to do True. my home. Well, I don't. 2006. Yeah, I had homework. I think so. I always... I always found it funny for me with 06 because this when the next generation of games came out, I always thought when I was younger, they were perfectly polished. You cannot break a modern game. Yeah. And I, and I never got to have 06 until like 2011 when I was in the hospital and they just had a PS3 for us to play. I was like, oh my god, they have Sonic 06. I need to play this. I never got to play it. It looks so cool. And I played it. My only memories of that, I just kept dying in Wave Ocean. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I just I just remember I game over to Wave Ocean's box B. I'm like, oh, so this is um, <laughs> this is good. So this is the game. <laughs> I, I thought I thought it was the next generation. I thought these games were perfect. What happened? <laughs> oh, little Timmy, that's not that's not how it works. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now that we have like a brief history of each of us with Sonic Heroes. I guess maybe we can start to get into the development of this game, if you want to tackle this before uh, we get into strict gameplay. So, from what I from what I understand about this game, it was developed in... I don't know if the straight goal was we're going to get a Sonic game out on all platforms, or if that was just, like, the, a secondary goal, but I know that it was definitely something that hindered this game's uh development um it was definitely one of those because yeah they used renderware and to those who don't know renderware is like pretty much every early to mid 2000s like engine like gta used it persona used it sonic heroes used it like a good amount of series just back in that era just loved that engine because mm -hmm. it worked well on other platforms and People like to say, oh, but the PS2 version's got bad, but which is really ironic to me because Renderware is meant to be an engine for the PS2. <laughs> and I always found that kind of interesting how the engine it was made for is the one that runs the worst. 
do we think that the game was developed for the PS2 first, or was it GameCube first because I they think had... GameCube was target I platform actually... for the entire gen. Funnily enough, I'm pretty sure the like the pro the prototype builds after the GameCube version are they're all dated, and I'm pretty sure the PS2 was the most re was the most recent one next to the GameCube when it was first starting really? development. So I'm very certain that PS2 was meant to be a better build. It just couldn't because of its like they just had to have the frame rate because of the hardware. I feel like. When you look at all the the Sonic 6 Gen games, I feel like the GameCube ones are consistently the most well-rounded and polished, quote-unquote, for Sonic games of that era. But, like, even what? Sonic Riders feels like it. Like, even on Xbox, Sonic, Sonic Riders misses a few effects. And I think Sonic Heroes as well. That, like the moving walkways or something in the city level, I don't think they move on Xbox. I think they're missing that shader. They for example. move. They just don't have their yeah. They don't have their effects. Some yeah. a lot of versions of the game are missing certain types of artifacts. Like PS2 is missing like almost half of the translucent like uh, textures and stuff. Xbox has a few of them. I think some of them are actually missing on 360 because it wasn't able to render them for some reason. But GameCube's kind of like the in between where it has most of them. And yeah, PC, so, that's like everything. But that, so the PC version is an interesting one because I feel that's what we've been able to gather anyway. The, you know, Jeb and King K, you know, the previous gang from SA2 is that we think that the PC version is based on earlier build because it has additional glitches and stuff. There is a reason for that. So the they had used builds of the not fully because. You know how when GTA 5 came out on PC, it was like a half a year or a year later after the console versions? Heroes was kind of the same way. It came out a little bit after the other versions because they had to stabilize it. And when they did that, what they used was the builds from the older versions of the game. And it's closer to the 10.8 beta version. And if you've never seen that version of the game, if you know the glitch in Sonic Heroes PC where you can just glide extremely high, the prototype version of the game on GameCube has that to where you not only glide really high, if you keep holding A, you will glide for infinity. You will get as much height as you need. And that is technically still prominent in the PC version, but it stops you at a certain, like it, it has a, what's the word I'm looking for? It has like a flag or a save, fail save, so you mm -hmm. don't actually get the, it just, it stops your speed basically. And the PC version, you has also some logs of the file and the dates in it where they do like they do line up with more of the prototype build of the gamecube version like their prototype yeah. builds, which is why people thought the pc version was one of the early versions but no it's just because they were using files from one of the older gamecube versions not the fully like fully released one yeah because i remember strange. like grand metropolis the one where you go around a loop many times and then you go into a building you know the glass that you shoot into I always oh, yeah. flip through the ramp on PC. That never happened on any other version. A lot of loops, almost actually, no, all the loops are missing a lot of their like um, slowdown triggers because you're meant to hit a certain point and it just like stops your speed, so you go a little bit slower, so you don't you know overshoot because when you go too fast in this game, you face your objects. Yeah, and that's gonna happen a lot in a lot of places. I was trying to, in my recent playthrough of, like, Team Sonic and stuff like that, I was trying to, like, phase through certain doors because I, 
pretty sure you can do that in Sonic Heroes, right? If you go fast enough? You can theoretically clip through every door in the game. Okay, yeah. I was trying to do that by timing the um, Rocket XL jumps. Like, I know you want to, like, jump before the Rocket XL yeah. goes off if you're, like, holding it. But I couldn't clip through any of them. I did, like, damage boost through the VIP room lasers by accident. And, uh... Oh yeah, that's actually really easy to do. Funny enough, you yeah. can for Sonic, you can just light dash into it. You'll hit, you'll take damage, but it pushes you in anyway, so you don't have to do anything. You're already in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened to me. And that yeah. sounds like Mario 64 with the BLJs. Doesn't that work in the same way? Where if you are in front of the door and then your speed like so overshoots that in the next frame it's just like oh, I'll put you behind the door. Yeah, pretty you, much. Yeah, it's because except the difference is for this, it's just. A regular gameplay mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. In Mario 64, you have to build up your speed past the cap by using negative speed, which they didn't by account for. By setting your ass on the staircase. Yeah. yeah keep telling, keep telling people that's not a glitch in Heroes. It's an intended mechanic. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the first time I've been to this VIP room because I never got into it as a kid, and I was like, oh, I got into it by accident. <laughs> like you have to now. with Chaotix, right? Yeah. Uh, as Chaotix. Yeah, because you have to with FPO. I think for them, they actually have a like a flat one of the flat. Um, not the flowers. Yeah, one of the flowers that you can use that um brings you up to the VIP room. I just oh. never actually see that section because in the speed run, you kind of just stay in the in the spawn area and you're done. But yeah. I found it interesting how both Chaotix and Team Rose do have voice clips for entering the VIP room, and Team Rose especially is interesting because. They can't get to the VIP room. <laughs> you physically cannot make that unless you like do a very precise like glitch and like unless you or cheat or hacks. Yeah. Well, they there have was. Voice <laughs> yeah, I actually covered those when I did the video because I liked to go through a bunch of uncut stuff and glitches. So I went over like in that first video that I was talking about that I made. So I actually went over the unused voice clips and the un and like the changes between uh, demos and stuff like that. I know, I'm pretty sure Amy was originally supposed to have like a different tornado and same with SPO or something like that. Yep, they're actually still in the game files. Yeah, you can you can do that. And funny enough, when you do that with SPO, he does still turn invisible. And but here's the funny thing, so does Amy. Amy ah, turns invisible when you use that. Interesting. I mean, yeah. that would just be part of her magic tricks, maybe. <laughs> I mean, hey, she had it in 06, so... Yeah, that is true. Right. Game, yeah. game theory. <laughs> mm. See, that's the kind of stuff I found really interesting. I love that stuff. Um, I like to think that they wanted to have Amy be invisible in the game, but they couldn't find a way where it made sense. Yeah. But then they did in 06 anyway, and it still didn't make sense. Yeah, but that's because... That was another, maybe, uh, yeah, but Sonic 06 we know is like an unfinished, like, just mess, so maybe they had like another reason for it in 06 as well, and but they just decided to leave it in instead of taking it out or something. Who knows? I mean, well, this is off topic. We're getting on to Sonic 06, but I heard that the game literally shipped in an, in an, an earlier build because the most recent build kept crashing or whatever so they yeah. had to ship an old one yeah they did. like god damn yeah <laughs> that's sad it was that's even really I'm sad. pretty sure it was further back than the ones that they showed at like um i don't know if it was e3 or another game showing but not everything that was there 
was fully back, just a good amount of content in it was not like okay. the updated versions in it. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Still, that's sad. Damn. <laughs> it is sad. But we'll I'm sure we'll talk about what could yeah, have been we'll in Sonic 06 yeah. when we get to the Sonic 06 one. Which by <laughs> the way, everyone is involved anyone who's ever been on a uh, podcast on here for a Sonic game is invited back for the Sonic 06. It's going to be just as much of a mess as the game itself. So, heck yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would like I know back to going back to development. I know some of the statements that we have from uh, the developers on this game, like Azuka, like losing weight during this development process. I'm pretty sure it's as much as like 20 pounds or something crazy like that. I could be wrong on that fact, but. I know, like, that kind of seems like this game was definitely rushed, or the team was definitely not healthy while they were working on this game. Um, yeah. They had a lot of development struggles trying to get it to work on all platforms, and I feel like, I don't know, when I think about the development of this game, I just think of, like, why didn't they make more levels and, like, just take a little bit more focus instead of spreading it out so we're going to have, like, four different teams, we're going to have this hard mode and super hard mode, we're going to have this two-player mode. It seems like they had too much pressure from the previous games going into Heroes, even though it's it, like they specifically wanted it to not be another adventure game. Like, that was a, a key point that I'm pretty sure They is. knew people liked the adventure-style gameplay, and they wanted to find a way to merge the things they liked in SA1 and the things they liked in SA2 and try to get them together, which is why you play stages as, as all, the other, all the teams, because... They already did that in SA1, and I guess they thought that was a better idea, an easier idea than making completely new levels for every character, kind of like what SA2 did. Mm -hmm. But they just, I guess because every state, every zone had to have the same geometry, the only thing they could do to actually make it unique for everybody would just be changing the object layout, which, I mean, it gets the job done, and I do like that they have exclusive sections for certain characters, but yeah. I do feel like they could have done a lot more variety with those unique areas. Like, let's say, for instance, Hank Castle. That stage is almost different for every team. Yeah. And, like, especially for Team Chaotix. Like, you'll extra sections that, like, is, like, at the end of the level halfway through just to, like, sneak through to get a key. Like, I like things like that. You'll just, you don't expect it. You don't realize, oh, now I'm here. Like, mm -hmm. they had a lot more they could have done with things like that. And especially... Like, Team Chaotix is probably the best they did with it by changing all the layouts. But I think Team Sonic and Team Dark are too similar to where it just For feels sure. like I'm playing the same thing again. Yeah. Like, the only thing different with Team Dark is that you sometimes start farther back than usually, or they just have enemies that have more powerful shields. Yeah, which is just good. more annoying. And, like, when I, when I play a Sonic game, it's like... I don't want to be like that guy who's like, yeah, go fast. But I'm also just like, I want to maintain mo my momentum throughout the stages. And Team Dark is just like the epitome of breaking your momentum more because of the enemies have more shields. And sometimes and you, really, you have to fight them. So, And it really adds insult to injury that Omega's movement likes to slide for every punch. Yeah. And when you're on very oh, steep oh, platforms, oh, yeah. that's terrifying. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure we can get into that shit. Yeah, we'll, we get to yeah, that. we'll oh, get to the God. yeah, we'll get into that when we get into the gameplay because that that screwed me up in Ooh. Final Fortress, even with Team Sonic, and I was playing as Knuckles, and I was just like sliding um, off and dying. <laughs> yeah, like I think what what Lemurs was saying about like 
how they could have done more with the stages being different. Uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles does that with the Knuckles routes, right? Yeah. Knuckles yeah. And, is... in, and in Mania, they did that as well. Yeah. Um, Knuckles can gain... Tails is basically the same, but Tails can fly. Um, but Knuckles has, like, entire new sections. Mm -hmm. And some of the levels are completely different for Knuckles in Sonic 3 and Knuckles. So that's kind of what, you know, would have been di difficult for four teams, but... I that's wish kind of ideally what you want. That's kind of my thing where I'm like, with the amount of time that they had, which was clearly not as much as they should have for this game, um, I wish that they didn't have four teams. Like, I wish it was maybe, yeah. like, two, where it was, like, Team Sonic and Team Chaotix or something like that, and just leave it at that. As much as I, I like characters in Sonic, I don't want to be, like, that guy who's like, yeah, only Sonic, that's it, because I like the stories and I like the characters of the franchise. But at the same time, I'm like, you have to have a little bit more focus. Instead of maybe adding more unique sections, you could even... Well, you can do that. Plus, if you were just focusing on the two teams, maybe you could add a couple more levels as well and kind of just expand on that core gameplay. Maybe make it a little bit less uh, janky. Maybe make um, the sense of momentum a little bit more clear. That, that would be my thing with Sonic Heroes. I, I feel like I... the fact that it has four teams definitely holds it back from the fact that they could have just focused on a couple gameplay styles i feel like this is a theme that you see in a lot of sonic games where it feels like they always are pressured for time almost always i know sa2 was rushed heroes was rushed 06 was rushed and they're always pretty pressured but they always try to cram in so much different stuff of so much different stuff like and this even, you see, you can see this in Unleashed, where you have tornado shooting sections, you have a werehog, you have hub worlds, you have like hot dog missions, <laughs> you have the daytime stages, you know, it's like, there's so much stuff in these games when it feels like it probably could pare it down a bit so that they can get more focus in, as Chew said, which... I think you even see an SA1. I've always said for SA1. I mean, that's where it starts. They put way too much shit in there. Way too much for their first 3D game. I mean, it's ambitious, but that's you, where you look starts, at the game now, yeah. you feel it. You feel it a lot that, you know, they... Like, SA1, I think Sonic, you know, the segments are fun, but, like, in pretty much all the other gameplay styles, you can feel that. They just didn't get enough development uh, to really stand out, I think, and... In Heroes, in some sense, it's better because they... I mean, all four teams are essentially the same. Except for Chaotix, I would say. Like, it's yeah. the same, like, yeah. gameplay style with slight differences. Yeah. Like, okay, SBO can throw a shuriken. Yeah. But... They could have... I feel like my issue when it comes to, like, different gameplay styles is, like, they wanted to have unique uh, mechanics for everybody, but they were still having the issue of still feeling too similar like shadow shadow they have no differences they're the no. exact same type of tornado yeah. but that's the texture they could do the same exact length of the triangle jump they're the same exact thing the most unique characters are the power characters and even though there's only two differences one can ground pattern belly flop and the other ones can't and that's it and like, doing the ground pound all... and belly flop is infinitely more fun than not, in my opinion. Yeah, really. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I'm like, trying to imagine you... how it would be for Knuckles to do it. <laughs> when you do the momentum shift between like doing the belly flop and then changing to the speed uh, character when you land, it's like I remember seeing oh, that yeah. in a in a speed run, and I was like, okay, this is actually really easy. Like I'm doing this when I'm 
when I when I did my Team Chaotix today. It's like, yeah, that's nice. I like that. Like, they had the right idea of trying to make unique things, but they suffered from still keeping mechanics that made them too seamy. Like, they could have done... They could have had the mechanic of Amy being, like, invisible. Like, it would still technically be linking with SPO, but it's still different enough. Like, her hammer is honestly really interesting. I actually really like the way her mechanic is with using the hammer because it acts as a tornado. Like, and with the form of when she, like, has a flutter, when she's, like, up in the air for long enough and you're holding A, she yep. spins again and she can do more. That's a really interesting gameplay mechanic. And I really wish they did more things like that specifically because they had a lot of interesting things they could have done with each character. Like yeah. Shadow, for instance, he could have done, like... I know it wasn't technically a thing until Sonic 06, but they could have done something similar to, like, what the Chaos Snap is, where he can, like, like auto-shoot to yeah, somebody to yeah, attack yeah. them. Like, they could have done something like that, but he just he's just, a like, a texture hack of Sonic. I was saying it for... A, but, like, that's the thing, is, like, because they were also trying to make you use the fly-in power characters, too, it's, like, how different are you going to make each character to the point where the other characters that they have in the in the triangle are going to be worth a damn? That would say yeah. that they would have to design around that, too. Um... And I brought this up during SA2 is I feel like Shadow should have had like a chaos control whereas Sonic has the Sonic Bounce. I mean I mean not the Sonic Bounce, but he has the bounce bracelet. Bounce yeah. Sonic Bounce. Yeah, that's a byproduct, I think, of the fact that Sonic had six stages in SA2 and Shadow had four. Yeah. And every stage in SA2 has a power up, so Shadow is always gonna come up short in the, on that front. Yeah, for sure. It was it, it just reminded me of that. It was like Yeah. Because in that game, I feel like they could have pulled it off, but in this one, it's like, how many mechanics are you going to give the speed yeah, characters yeah, before definitely. they have to, like, rely on the other characters as well as the base gameplay mechanic but of I the think, entire game? Yeah, I think that's a part where SA2, now that you bring that up, that's a really good point. I think in SA2, it's not really a problem, uh, and the reason is that they are different stages. Um, in yeah. Heroes they're all the same stages you know you're essentially basically playing the same game four times to get the true ending and i think all of this would have been less of a problem if if you just didn't need to play all four teams to actually fully complete the campaign if that makes sense mm. um like how in sonic 3 and knuckles you don't need to play as tails and knuckles to get to know doomsday zone yeah so if you just stitch the metal sonic fight i mean onto the end of each campaign i think that would have worked better so that if you play the game you're like huh i want to replay it let's play it as the other team yeah but I not as in like you know one thing i actually kind of liked that a, a very interesting game choice a, a idea that i like was sonic riders funny enough they had just the standard hero story you know you just get to this last yeah. stage you're done but with the Babylon story, you actually get to the true final boss and you do everything like on there. I like the way it was linked with the story itself and not like its own last story where you had to do certain requirements like a track or something to get to it. Yeah. No, it was just it was just straight to it. And I really like that mechanic. Like I get that if you have to do the hero story anyway to even unlock Babylon story. They make you do it first, right? Yeah. yeah. But like heroes could have done something in that nature where Let's just say, hypothetically, you had all the seven Chaos Emeralds when you beat Team Sonic 
like for the first time and you, you can just go straight to the final boss yeah that yeah. Really yeah yeah but that you can also yeah and then maybe honestly it's it's it kind of messes with the theme of you know sonic versus metal sonic i guess but it would have probably gameplay wise and structurally made more sense if, if you get all the chaos emeralds you can just go to metal sonic for every team or just yeah. for team sonic or just for team sonic and the other characters don't even have chaos emeralds for example i don't know i actually like the idea of of what that yeah i actually do, i do like that idea like if you get all the chaos emeralds as as one of the teams and you go straight into the the fight yeah that's the thing right it's like shot like super shadow versus like metal sonic or something wouldn't be the same as maybe supersonic versus metal sonic. but who cares they weren't t trying to tell like a super deep story anyway yeah right? like i'm i'm i think that would have been fine um if you yeah. just get all the chaos emeralds in one of them instead of having to play all four this is a complaint that i had with the original sonic adventure as well like when oh, we did the podcast sure, yeah. of the last of Sonic Adventure, where we we're thinking, like, I don't think Biggs should have been necessary. Maybe it should have been, like, a mini game baked into the other gameplay styles, where you go to see Big in the overworld, and you do this fun little mini game, and you unlock something for it, maybe. Um, and you don't have to do, like, every single story just to unlock the last story, which was kind of mediocre in the first place. Yeah, I've always said just stitch it onto Sonic's campaign because Sonic is the only one that's relevant in the Super Sonic campaign. Everybody else just stands there and does nothing. And unfortunately, Sonic is the one who, unfortunately, who they should have done like a last level or something where they all have to go get the Chaos Emeralds again. Yeah, and you actually exactly. use what you have Why played the entire two? time. Why SA2 structurally is probably the best of these 3D games. Structurally, yeah, anyway. Funny enough, I was gonna say a six because that's literally what they do in the last story. Yeah, yeah in six they do that. Yeah, uh, the the stage itself sucks, but yeah, the structurally they have the right <laughs> idea. Yeah, Sonic Adventure two, I really appreciate like going between Sonic Adventure one and Sonic Heroes, not only because like I speed run it and like I have an obvious bias because of that, but the game like is also probably the most structurally sound in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of like because the... you know. Yeah, you have two campaigns, but each of them have a different stage. It's like Act 1 and 2, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, SA2 is like... I mean, you could argue that some of the design choices are, like, made to pad out the game somewhat. Like, the radar, for example. I don't know if it was intended to be padding or not, but... Um, like, One thing... SA2 would... doesn't have a lot of, like, fluff or filler, you know? It's like pretty... One thing I can say that SE2 did right that Heroes could have also like bounced off of was a very like miscellaneous thing, but I found really cool was that in some stages in SA2, when you go as one character and then you go to another stage as one another character, you could see assets from that other stage in this stage. Like for instance, you could see parts of like Security Hall in um What's that stage of Eggman? Lost Colony. You could see parts, or not Lost Colony, um, Weapons weapons Bed. Not Weapons Bed. No, what is the first stage play? Is Team Dark. Iron Gate. Iron Gate. Like, <laughs> if you go to, like, the Chow section, you could see the upper area. That's, like, the top part of Security Hall. I really like things like that. And, like, in yeah. the distance of Skyro, you can see Pumpkin Hill. Yeah. Things yeah. like that are really cool. Like, those are such small, miscellaneous things, but it's really cool when they add, like, previous stage things into other stages as like level easter eggs those yeah. are really nice well, like little add-ons just like continuity only... for the world itself 
yeah, year exactly. that you're playing in. Now that we speak of like acts in that sense, right? Like our hero and Dark had acts in SA2. What if Sonic Heroes had maybe two or three campaigns instead and each team got a separate act? So that'd, that'd be not... interesting. That'd be so, interesting, yeah. So that like Team Sonic has Seaside Hill and then Team Rose has and they could have we Seagate, don't have honestly. and then... they could have had Seagate because they're the considered the easiest they're considered the yeah, easy team. Yes. They could have just done Seagate yeah. and be done with it. Yeah, and then Team Dark got Ocean Palace, you know, and that, I guess four teams would have been a lot to have four stages per but like normally and like two acts per zone worked perfectly for the classic games. I think Sonic one with the three was too much. I but agree. since they're on separate stories in Sonic Heroes, I think three acts would not have felt too monotonous, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. There were stages in Heroes, though, like, for... Because, like, when it came to, like, Chaotix, there were some stages you just let it had no reason to do. It's like, the t it's like just get to the end of the stage, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, not really a mission. I'm just playing the stage now, but, long, but it's a longer stage than regularly. Rail like, Canyon yeah. is essentially Rail Canyon get to is the a, end. Is a, is a, yeah, it's it's literally just get to the end like. Well, That's okay, the yeah. one I ju I actually ended on because I wasn't able to complete uh, Team Chaotix, um, but I <laughs> did. Actually, I ended on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Ever uh, I I finished when I was on um. What is it called? Egg Fleet. Oh, Egg I Fleet got caught Final too Fortress. many times by the enemy. No, there was the stage before Final Fortress. Yeah, so exactly. you jump on a flower, and I kept getting caught by enemies. So you have to go into the flower when you're already like in your disguise. And I was like, "Fuck this! I know how this ends." Oh. So I quit. But um, yeah, one thing I noticed about the Chaotix uh, missions, though, is that story-wise and contextually, they make like what is the point here? Like, the point is that they. Eggman sets them up to help him, right? Because he is, like, locked up. But what does having to not be caught by a frog have to do with what's going on? Why do we need to collect 200 rings in the casino? Contextually, to the story, it's not... There's nothing. Yeah. It just feels kind of like... Here's a mission. Okay, okay so at the beginning of Team... <laughs> at the beginning of, of Team Chaotix... Does it supposed to show the cutscene of them being in the house and getting that call and stuff? Yeah. There's I don't... What, what, what do you mean? Like like the beginning, you know how each team has their starting cutscene, right? Yeah, their opening mm -hmm. cutscene, yeah. I don't know why I didn't get mine for Team Chaotix. Maybe it's just like a... Oh, they have one, yes. The disc yeah, they yeah I remember it. I remember it, but it just started off in the first stage. And it was a maybe fresh... Watch this. You may have accidentally hit or something. Maybe or, uh, I did at like the perfect frame or something. Where, this is one of those games where you can press multiple buttons to skip the cutscene. So. Uh, okay, maybe I I did do that, and it was just like muscle memory from skipping through cutscenes from speedrunning. I don't probably. Uh, yeah, but it's weird because you can hit multiple buttons to skip cutscenes, but you can only hit start to unpause. Yeah, that, I always found that really annoying. I just, I realized that when I was playing, I was like, that's like a weird nitpick that I have, but I'm like, I can't hit A, really? Are you serious? And that's why buffering my... is not possible in here. Well, <laughs> if we're going to go on nitpicks, I was not going to bring this up, but now that we're on nitpicks, so what happened was, it happened twice, and I had to pause the game because somebody was like, needed me, and then 
I accidentally pushed the stick down, and I hit start, and it mm. quit. But it doesn't ask, do you want to quit? No, it just uh, It just throws you out. I'm like, god damn. Thanks. Only the Xbox version has a, has a confirmation screen. Really? Oh, really? Only the Xbox? Yep. Okay, that's interesting. We love those version differences. <laughs> funny, th funny thing, people always say the GameCube is the best version. Technically, the base Xbox version is the best version. Is that's it? that yeah now... it has higher quality cutscenes it has better loads it technically has better like all the um almost all the actual like effects and assets are there the only thing i have an issue with with the xbox version is that it uses gamecube dead zones of being octagonal and it feels really wonky okay but other, but other than that yeah the xbox version is of like objectively the superior version over gamecube but not the 360 version. In fact, the well, 360 version is I could have just, just played it on. I could have just played it on Xbox. I didn't know the, of GameCube. I didn't know it was on a 360. <laughs> it's not well, on 360. It's backwards compatible, but it has a lot of those backwards compatibility bugs. Okay. Yeah. So does that mean technically like you, you could play it on like One X or something? Because it. Nope. It's not possible on the One X. It can only do it on regular 360. Okay. Which is unfortunate. But it has a lot of weird bugs where you could come back from a stage in like the stage selection screen and the background just isn't there. Oh, you're, naturally. You're just, going, you're just going through a black screen trying to find a stage that you can't see. <laughs> Very Which cool. Really funny. <laughs> we love to see it. Um, all right. Well, I guess now we can start getting into the gameplay because I think we've gone into like development enough and we're already starting to edge into that. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so, like, I played Team Sonic, and I played half of Team Chaotix, and, you know, I've played the other teams, and i played the game multiple times, a couple times before. Um, this game is pretty frustrating to me. But, before I talk about why I don't like it, I'm going to get into why, uh, like, some of the things I do like about it, and maybe some of the things that it was trying to achieve. So, I don't think it's a bad idea, necessarily, to have like three gameplay styles in one i like this sort of thing like um and this is very off topic and weird but i'm going to relate it to like final fantasy 7 remake i don't know how many of you guys have played that game um, i have not played the remake i have played og but okay so in the remake you can switch back and forth between different gameplay styles as well by using um rnl i believe and yeah. they all have different like gameplay styles so like barrett is a long range shooter so you have to switch to him to you know shoot things from long range obviously i mean i kind of just said that um Teeth is more up close <laughs> and more like combo oriented and she deals a bunch of damage and cloud is like a mix of both and Aerith is like a mage so you like depending on who you have in your party and stuff like that you just switch back and forth between them seamlessly but you have them all in in the stages and it's really really fun and they managed to pull that off really well Heroes, I, I find that every time I'm switching back and forth between characters, it's be, it, like, it doesn't feel fun. Like, it doesn't feel like, um, like, I would rather, like, I know this is, like, the typical, like, Sonic thing, but I would rather just play Sonic or something like that, or unless they made it a lot more momentum-based. Like, I feel like when I'm switching to Knuckles or Tails, it's always, like, I have to stop for a second, switch to these characters... And then start moving again. I have to like 
switch to Knuckles while I'm running, and then when I go to punch, I, like, slow down after the first punch to get through these rocks or whatever is in Ocean Palace. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, slows my speed down too much. Um... Uh, I think the, and char- the power <clears throat> characters felt more like a necessity rather than just an actual enjoyable um, optional characters that you can play as. No, they made them fit. The fact they forced them for most of the things makes like having to play as them a lot less interesting, especially due to the fact that, like you said, their speed are a lot less like well, fast. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. wished that like when you switched to them, that like. It felt good. Like, when I switch to Knuckles to, like, knock down a rock and my speed gets cut in half because because of the punch itself, how it, like, sl- it, like, actually slows you down and then you have to build up speed again. I'm like, why couldn't they have made it so it reserves your speed, like, when you punch once in Sonic Adventure 2, for example, where yeah. you still, like, go through the rock? That way, I'm I'm preserving my momentum going through the level, and it feels good because I knew I knew what I had to do, and I'm because okay. of that I'm being rewarded for it by preserving my momentum and switching to the right character. Instead, I'm not preserving my momentum. I'm switching to it because there's just this blockade, and now my speed is cut. Yeah, that's the thing yeah, that irritates me about Sonic that Heroes the most. That sums up my thoughts about the game. The the, the team mechanic is that. It's an interesting idea, but in practice, it feels like you switch to the flight and power characters because you have to, because there's some kind of blockade, because the the gap is too large. So you switch to a flight character, you know? And another problem I have with this game is that um, because they were on a different engine, I presume, the controls of the speed characters is way worse than it was in the previous games, in my opinion. Um... But they also run way faster, I think. They run. They are very fast. They are very fast. But it's like, so with the speed characters, I feel like I'm too slippery and too fast. But then with flight and power, I feel like I'm slow as ass, you know? And it's like, there's no in-between there where I want it to be. And that's always the thing I found frustrating with this game. I guess in the, I guess for the, in, in defense of the game's power formation, Having the character like punching make you give more speed probably would have had you fall that fall off the stage maybe twice as more given the fact that's already an issue. <laughs> like if they made it even yeah. faster, you were just gonna fall off like every like small mm-hmm. platform. But did they have to make it so all of your control is cut out in that moment where you can't like change the analog stick? Or could they SA2, have made it? SA two did still technically do that. The only issue is you were more consistently where like halted when you get to the edge rather than just punch, you fall. That's yeah. the issue with Knuckles and just all the power formation characters. When you punch, it doesn't like halt you, you just fall off. It doesn't give them that like that that stoppingness where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah. I'm about to fall off. No, you just fall off. Yeah, instead yeah. it's like you just after <laughs> the first punch, your momentum is halted, which is a problem. And the game yeah. does have that mechanic of yeah, where they're does. about to fall off. It just yeah. doesn't activate when they're in the middle of a punch, which is a very frustrating mechanic. It could have prevented so many deaths, including in my in my Team Sonic game uh, playthrough <laughs> yeah. that I did today. Even in Final Fortress, where I don't know exactly where it is, but when you... Um, there's just like these... 
It's one of those shield, like that gold shield enemy that f and shoots a oh, giant yeah, laser yeah. or or whatever, where you have to get yeah, rid of the shield to mm -hmm. damage it. Two thousand guys, yeah. Yeah, it's like okay, I am I am using Sonic, so it's caught off guard a little bit, and so that I can even damage it in the first place, unless I stand further back where it doesn't notice me and I throw the characters at it or whatever. Yeah. So I'm doing that, and then I'm punching, and then for some reason Knuckles goes all the way to the right or all the way yeah. to the left, and then I'm just dead, and I'm like, you've got to be fucking with me. <laughs> yeah. It's probably, it's yeah. probably, um, it's probably uh, a bit of a steep to say that I feel like that single mechanic itself just being fixed would probably give the game a lot better rating, because I know, I know people who have negative opinions on it probably most likely had that happen to them pretty frequently. Mm. Yeah, but um, there's another there's other parts actually about the team mechanic that seem more subtle, but they actually annoyed the shit out of me when I was playing today. The game kind of treat uh, this is probably not a, a wrong way to explain it, but it feels like the game treats the inactive characters, the two others, too much as their own entity, if that makes sense. So, like for example, I showed that clip on Twitter, uh, Juice, where yeah. Rouge was just dead, and I couldn't progress unless I supposedly did, you know, uh, team blast, team blast right. to survive yeah. them, uh, revive <clears throat> them. But I, that also ties into like sometimes your teammates fall over and you want to punge, but they are on the ground and they need to recover. Yeah, that that, that def definitely like, irritates me a lot. Can yeah. it not just be that if I click on the button because I'm not in control of the other partners at all? They're so they like just warp to you, right? Game. Yeah. Can it not always be the case that when I click on the button, they're always there and I don't want to wait for these fuckers to stand up or whatever before I can use them? If I want to fly somewhere, why is sometimes the third character missing because they're on the ground or whatever? It's, you know, things like that, they're little, but... I feel like it's, it's trying to punish you, in my opinion, for for getting hit, but at the same time, you're way more likely to die in that moment because you don't have your other characters, and it just feels like, like yeah. not responsive. Yeah. Um, Another small thing I always hate is just the fact that when you're not the other two characters, and you're like jumping on a platform or something like going across you just see them jumping all around having fun it's like why can't i do that they're just all they're, like if yeah. i were to be that right now i'd be dead yeah but the game uh, like it never feels like you can use this to your advantage because on the casino stage for example sometimes i accidentally switch to a character that's still on the pinball table and it's like oh fuck i'm back on the pinball table yeah you know but then if you fall into a pit, but the other character is not in the pit, and they're still on the platform, now you're just fucked. Sorry, man. You can't yeah, switch to the like, other character, I wanted you know? to switch to this this character because I have to be in this formation to progress. Oh, wait, they're on the bingo table. Now I have to go yeah. through. It's like, oh. Yeah. And the AI is what? like bringing them back to you. One of the yeah. strangest things I always find really interesting and stupid is that if a character's in the slot machine specifically, and like you're somebody else, you can't be that character in the slot machine. I noticed you, that today. You don't, you don't do that. I was yeah. like, I can't switch to the the yeah. character in the slot machine. I was like, why? I want to have control over. I mean, even if it's just RNG strictly and not like timed to a button, I still want to be the one to press the button. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, I actually can't. Okay, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I noticed that so... uh, today. Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts, I guess, on the team shit, is that the idea is cool, but I feel in practice it's usually arbitrary. 
when you need to switch. It's like, oh, you hit a, like a flipper in the air with the flight mechanic or you punch enemies or a rock in the way. But it never, or, you know, you fly with those, uh, when you go into the triangle formation with the power character to float up. Yep. I guess those things are okay, but there's some frustration that comes with it. And I don't know if it's worth it in the end. I would have been At fine least in with how it's that currently implemented. If it's like okay, I have to use the uh, the fans or whatever. I switch the power yeah. character progress because that's like one of the things where it's like okay, I'm rewarded for knowing what I have to do and I can preserve my momentum this way. But when yeah, it's... but the game puts monitors everywhere, so it spoils it for you too. What you have to switch. Yeah, to. that's the that's the thing. I feel like when I play this game, I'm treated like a child, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't feel like that when I'm playing SA one and SA two. But in this they give game, you get orbs on the very last stage. Yeah, it's like okay, all this. Uh, finally, I'm I'm on Final Fortress, and I feel like I can do what I want, and I'm like rewarded for that. Or like, and Egg Fleet is actually, I feel like Egg Fleet is like a pretty good stage. I think it's probably my favorite mm -hmm. stage. But um, <clears throat> other than that, it kind of feels like I'm either being babied or it's just like bullshit. Um, I I think the team concept is good in like i said in concept but there's too many drawbacks currently because sonic team doesn't like to stick with one thing because sega's just like nah don't do that so they'll never mm -hmm. get a chance to actually like fix the things that was wrong with it and make it better in a yeah. sonic heroes 2 even though they have i'm pretty sure said that they were interested in maybe making like another game like that because it's not like it can't work it's just like it doesn't yeah. in, in, in its base form it just needs a revamp. Yeah, it needs to not have the very annoying things tied with it, like, and maybe make it more momentum-based, like we were saying. Um, yeah, that... Yeah, well, I guess, I guess that segues <clears throat> into the topic of the jank, right? The jank. That's you pretty know, huge on this game. Anyone who's played this knows what knows exactly what their own experience with the jank is. <laughs> yeah, the amount of times I died in my own playthrough. I'm not a. I'm not bad at video games. I'm not bad at Sonic games. <laughs> I swear it. But the amount of times I die in Sonic <laughs> Heroes is ridiculous. I feel like this game is like on par with Jank in Sonic 06. I swear. Like when I die it's in fitting. this game, it's like one out of ten times I feel like it's my fault. I swear to God. It's like, okay. Go figure that this is one of the few games that if you um that has a mode that if you game over and you have to charge the beginning of the game, go figure this is one of those games that's super hard now that does that. Where if you game over, you're all yeah. the way back at the side hill. Doesn't matter what stage oh you're on. Sorry. Oh my god, I couldn't imagine being in at the end of like Bingo Highway or something like that, and both of your characters die, and you have like very minimal con control over whether or not you're gonna fall into the into the yeah. kill plane. I've seen someone die at the end god. of Final Fortress. The pinball levels, oh dude. Goodness. Oh my god. I don't know how that made it past QA. I, I don't understand it. Like the amount okay, so you I can't know be playing that and be like, yeah, this is fine. I like, know we were talking about it yesterday for a brief moment, but like the fact that um that Aaron did maybe have like someone from Q and A like email him and say maybe like unless it breaks the game don't worry about it kind of makes me feel like like it's not that hard to believe to me yeah. after playing even just like Team Sonic and, and a little bit of Team Chaotix I'm like the amount of things that I don't feel like should have gotten past testing that did makes me believe that statement mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. 
I'm still indifferent with it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no way to tell unless, like, you know for sure that they were on yeah. Q&A, right? Like, we don't know. We didn't get the email ourselves. But at the same time, yeah. I'm like, damn, the amount of, like, weird shittiness I'm, and, like, buggy mess that, like, I'm, I'm dying. Yeah. yeah, I'm dying from almost makes me believe that. You know what I mean? Even without, like, pure confirmation, I'm like, damn. Yeah, and the thing is, too, oh, did Lemmers want to say something? Oh, no, no. Oh. The thing, too, that I find is, like, uh, Iggy is saying this in chat as well. It's, like, there are methods to circumvent the jank, and I think that's true in Heroes, but it's the kind of thing where half of the game's challenge is how do I not get screwed over by the bullshit, and it's not a great position to be in. Like, today, I, did, I never died due to rail switching, but I think subconsciously I remember how to not die to it. And it's because if you st if you lean into switching the rail first and then switch, you don't fall. But if you flick and jump at the same time, then you're pretty much always going to die, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, I did not know that. I always lean into it first because I play SA2 a lot, and that's what you have right, to do yeah. in SA2. Um, I didn't know that you just die if you if you do that. It's what yeah. does it do? Like a half rail switch where it doesn't give you enough distance? No, it just you should just fly over the other rail. It, it just doesn't you're connect. Not properly aligned with the collision of the rail, and you just like go above it. See, Shadow the Hedgehog did rail switching Shadow well. Shadow fixed this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shadow has the best rail switching. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've, also, one small thing I have seen people do my entire life that always frustrates me the B buttons icon on the UI. Where it always says tap 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 tap. Yeah. Yeah. There is not one mechanic in this game where you actually have to mash it. Yeah. It just yeah. looks like you have That's to. That's the special on the rails, stage issue, on the dude. Right on the special stages, there is not one place in this game yeah. where you have to tap B. You just yeah. pressed it. But everybody thinks you have to mash B, and they wonder why they're not getting speed. And that's and the I special can... stage issue right there. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they could have just done a very slow, like, that pulsating effect that they do on the B button just once. And then when you actually yeah, have the button just... hold, held yeah. it, it goes away or something like that. They um, really wanted you to get the attention from it, but that completely misinterpreted how people went to, like, like, see the B button. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, Everyone how... thinks you need to rent the spam. You don't. <laughs> The way that this game tries to tutorialize things, in my opinion, is also pretty, like, rough. Because there'll be, like, sometimes where it just, like, has text at the bottom of the screen where it's not voiced or anything like that. And you barely see it because you're trying to pay attention to what you're doing. Um, mm -hmm. And also the fact that they tried to make Team Rose the easy thing. I know they have, like, a tutorial that you can do in the menu or whatever. Um, but I don't think that saves you from, like, half of the stuff you're going to die from in the actual game itself. It doesn't. <laughs> uh, I, like, the way that it's like, okay, Team Rose is the third team in order to play or whatever. And this is the one that's, mm -hmm. like, the easiest and tries to teach you stuff. I feel like yeah, instead of... It doesn't of... label it like that, I think. In the, yeah, it in doesn't. The it's it's just like... how it tells you that if you decide to hit Y on them. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't. Who, nobody, nobody really thinks to do that anyway. To be honest, I did it on a couple of things in the main menu, but I, I mean, I think I did as a kid, but even still, like now looking back, and I'm like, why did they make that like the third one in the menu, like the easy one? 
It's like, mm-hmm. first of all, it's like either lame, like I don't want to play as these characters and do an easy mode now that I've completed like Team Hero, or it's like you're banking <laughs> on the people who who already saw that there's a tutorial option to click Y for Omo, for Omochao on each of these stories to see what it is. I feel like that's putting a little bit too much um, faith, I guess, in the player as much as... And, and, like, they take that faith away in, like, other sections because they tutorialize, like, weird things throughout all the stories. So I don't really get it. There's another thing that I want to mention on the topic of tutorials real quick. Um, for the longest time, I did not know that you can stop the, the time stop mechanic from Team Blast from Team Dark. So I would stand in front of closed doors. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If you press Z again, it stops. So yeah. I had no idea. Z, team blast, but it doesn't show the Z to stop it. I didn't yeah, know that at all. They, that was honestly completely overlooked. I don't think they realized that they had no way to distinguish. Oh wait, this is a thing we added in. Oh, we forgot to tell people this is a thing we can do. Yeah. Ne- never. So knew I that didn't. Until I just never now. knew that. Yeah, but I I discovered that recently. But it's like, oh okay, that that eliminates that complaint, I guess. But I, I find it know. interesting. I find it interesting how there's one glitch in the game where if you do an action, if you team blast the same frame, you do another action or take damage. It acts as if the team blast already registered, so another character's the gauge would start going down. But team dark, it's stuck forever. Unless you die, it's it's stuck. So if you like needed to use team blast for something, you can't. Very if you're on cool. robot storm, oh, really? you have all these enemies. Have fun. Use Omega. Yours. <laughs> have you ever seen i i ran into a glitch with team sonic where i used um the team blast as all of the turtles and golden turtles were spawning i'm listening but i need to close something that's all good um where all the turtles and golden turtles were turtles were spawning in the um what what's the ghost level mystic mansion the mystic mansion uh enemy rush and oh yeah robot storm yeah robot storm and then all of a sudden like because the enemies are spawning it didn't kill anything but then when i went to homing attack it did the team it did like sonic yeah it it did the light speed attack as if i was using the the team blast but it did it for like the rest of the the robot storm is that normal uh for the rest of robot storm like if i like if I like it happened later too, where I didn't use the team blast again. But if I if I hit the A button, there was a lot of enemies that like went all around, and like hit all of them without me doing anything. Huh. I mean, it does do that as his mechanic with the team blast, where when it's still going down, he'll do the light speed attack on enemies. He he locks onto them every time. It's oh, very okay. jank, but I mean, it is a thing he can do. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Speaking yeah, of that's the just thing. Not a- yeah, speaking of the thing that you posted earlier, um, Retropolis Zone, I found it really funny how a lot of people were just like, yeah, why don't, why didn't you just use Team Blast yeah. to, like, revive Not a Rouge? Very practical solution. As if the game, like, tells you to use Team Blast to revive your characters or something like that. Yeah. Or even if, like, if you didn't have Team Blast, it's like, okay, 
So I guess I'm just gonna have to build up points by using Rocket Excel over and over and over again. And but somebody might not even know that you can build up the gauge by Rocket Excelling. Yeah, so. people like a lot of people would probably just kill themselves in order to like get yeah. Rouge back or something yeah. like that, and that's bad. That's horrible, I would say. Um, but I think that that we're on the topic. I think one thing that makes the jank worse in this game is that this game has an an excessive need. To, to have everything take place above bottomless pits. Mm. Everything oh, yeah. is on above, above bottomless, bottomless pit. So, knockback, if you get hit by an enemy, sends you into pits as if it's an NES game. Um, and, like, if you get... If you're sliding around with the power character, you're inevitably gonna fall into a pit. It's like the entire game is uh, suspended above a pit, and it makes it so easy to die with how janky the game is. I feel like SA1 and 2 are not suspended above bottomless pits at this often. They have stages that are, uh, yeah. like Skyrail. Speed Highway. Speed Highway had one, like, pretty much the whole stage in SA1, too. At least for actually. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Mean, I, I feel like in those I mean, games, you can control the not... games. Like, you can control the characters a lot better than in Heroes. Well, yeah, so. but, like, City Escape is not above a bottomless pit. Uh, Pyramid Cave is usually not above a bottomless I mean, there are parts where there's a bottomless pit, but... There's railings everywhere, so you can't really yeah. fall in that easily. And then Crazy Gadget doesn't really have that many pits, only dedicated sections. Final Rush is a big pit, but... Yeah, Heroes you know. lacked a lot of, like, side rails and walls, so you didn't yeah. fall everywhere. And another thing, you know, the level-up mechanic, it's cool in concept that if you play well, you can keep your level. But if you die due to some bullshit and you lose all your levels and now the combat's more tedious, it's like, well, great. Yeah, I was really upset with that because I like that mechanic. It's just going back to the team mechanics in general. It's like if you could preserve your momentum more and if, if there was less jank, then this would be really cool. But the fact that I'm dying for things that like, yeah, if, you, if you're like an expert at the game, you're going to be able to avoid a lot of these deaths because you know the exact paths of like everything and what the enemies are going to do and whatnot. But like if you're a casual person who's just played the game a couple of times, you're going to die to jank a lot of the time. And it's just like, okay, all of my levels are gone now. And now it's more tedious to take down enemies. It's more tedious to... Well, yeah, that's the main yeah. thing, is taking down enemies. Um... Yeah, I don't think you actually go, like, faster or anything or get more flight distance or any of that stuff, right? That's unfortunate, too. That's a missed opportunity, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah. One thing I found interesting was, like, the level-up system could have done so much more than just... Okay, you attack better, and that's it. Like, yeah, I get yeah. that's technically what leveling up is, but they could have done more, like a wider range of a tornado. You could have had like, I'm um, locking on to two things at mm -hmm. once um, as level two and three. You technically lock on to multiple things after you defeat the first one, yeah. but that's not really doing that. In power characters, they could have had like a more powerful fire dunk rather than just like the like the fire and and lava ball thing. I do like that mechanic a lot, yeah. but I feel like it could still could have done a lot more with it and it would have been even more interesting if you can get some kind of upgradable thing in the stages or getting some kind of threshold requirement that makes you always have those kind of mechanics later on through the story yeah they could have done something like that to make it a lot more interesting yeah and somebody in the chat mentions the ps2 version and i mean nowadays it's not really that relevant because nobody plays it but 
it is the best-selling version and back in the day people m many people played an even worse version than we are have been playing right yeah, now we all played so the GameCube version it's really interesting though i haven't actually said this in stream i said this yesterday but i brought up how recently we've been able to get 60 fps codes on ps2 console heroes and the game actually has a lot of glitches that were on the ps2 version are not prominent when you have that code on which is really interesting because things like let's say you start you on ps2 there's a few differences like you start later than you should at the beginning of a boss fight mm -hmm. you the result screen is longer than it should be it's twice as long things like that and certain like glitches that we use for speedruns like a bot boost isn't as like easily doable on ps2 everything like that is not like there when you play with the 60 fps patch which is really oh, interesting, interesting because like a lot of things could have made the ps2 version a lot better if it had the 60 fps capability it does yeah. lag a good amount when you have that thing on but like if it had been given at least a little bit more development time it could have been a really well done version it almost like, feels like because of the fact that it was like that was developed kind of with the with the gamecube version like you said it was like one of the earlier uh demos yeah but it feels like they were developing it with 60 fps in mind and then at the last minute they were kind of just like this doesn't work we have to lower <laughs> it to 30 fps to even make it playable and because of that it ended up with all these extra glitches yeah the yeah. issue with ps2 is it's a very tough console to optimize games for. yeah like even sony like even games by sony themselves like they are good but they're still they still have that like that issue with it that you could just you can't really explain it but you just know things aren't properly yeah. solid that they could have been yeah, I don't really remember Naughty Dog Insomniac games. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't have too much problems with Ratchet or the Jack series. I actually really enjoyed playing those I mean, on PS2. But and Naughty Dog it. are programming <laughs> gods, so I don't think they're necessarily fair competition. But yeah, that is, uh... <laughs> Naughty Dog is just a whole other level, honestly. Yeah. yeah, but I, I now, now that you mentioned that, I do feel because it's multiplat and stuff. Uh, I mentioned this yesterday briefly, but. In terms, I mean, I actually like the aesthetic in this game. I think the levels look pretty nice. Uh, the music's good. I, uh, you know, there's cool themes. None of it is really like n nostalgia based. It does kind of feel like it harkens back to the classics, but not in a way that it like it's just recycling them. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't but... mind the shine that characters have. I just wish the textures weren't just flat colors for them. Yeah, that was a big issue for me because Sonic's texture is just like an eight by eight blue block, and that's it. Like, yeah, makes sense. You yeah. could have at least added some kind of fur. Yeah, I mean, weren't they basically <laughs> flat shaded in SA two? Nope. SA two really? actually has some form of shading. In Dreamcast, they were nothing but fur. Like, okay. Like they do have shading at least, but Heroes they're just completely flat, and they just go off the engine lighting. They just go off the lighting engine to hope. Okay, okay. let's just say that works. It kind of yeah, makes them look like shiny, like plastic models, like there's some kind of amiibo or something. Yeah, and like yeah. graphically, this game, I, it does kind of look like Dreamcast to me, and not GameCube. Or I like Xbox. to say the game is part of the Dreamcast era. It just it was just on the PS2 version. Yeah, smile. And like, <laughs> I noticed a lot of things. Like, maybe I'm just looking too hard at that, but I feel like there's a lot of object popping in this game. Uh, there is. 
not very far. <laughs> and Team Chaotix went, like, I would go up to a door, and it was like the door would be completely open, and then all of a sudden, I would go up to it, and it would close. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. wait, what the hell? Uh, this was just open a second. Oh, I have to go, like, do a switch or something like that. And I was just like, oh, that's really weird. I was right here. I saw this was an open path. <laughs> I was like, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always oh, found too. that really funny with some places. Like, like you'll enter, like, the battleship, for instance, like an egg fleet. Like, you're flying in for the power. It just looks like there's nothing there. But the farther you go in, it's like, oh, suddenly there's, like, a million cannons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it feels like they could have put a bit more effort into that part um but we've been trashing the game a lot but is there like anything positive that maybe we want to talk about because um, i think the level design i was gonna say know, minus the stop and starts think. parts there are like a lot of opportunities to the, like skip parts there's a lot of shortcuts yeah. Uh, in terms of that, I think the level design is pretty good. If you you know remove the the pulling the switches to open doors and stuff, but other than there's that, there's a lot of sections like... where the game like congratulates you for your exploration, and I really yeah. love when Sonic games do that. Yeah, there are yeah. times where it gives you absolutely nothing because it's meant for another character, but then there are also times where it it actually rewards you. I um there... before I get into this, I wanted to. I don't remember what I was going to say, so I guess I'll just start getting into this. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. I feel like there are a lot of times in the levels where there have these instances where it feels like I can actually like sustain mo my momentum and I'm rewarded for my exploration and by using shortcuts and doing something that like slightly resembles a spin dash jump with the rocket excel jumps and stuff like oh, that, yeah. and I'm able to cross... Uh, gaps that I, I'm not able to otherwise that the game doesn't intend for me to do. And I'm like, oh, cool, gaming moments. Like, I feel like I'm playing yeah. Sonic now. Jumping off of rails down to below the level or other parts higher up using the momentum from the rails, that stuff is cool. Like, yeah, I think is it... What is the uh, the, the level called that follows up Frog Forest? I forgot the name. Lost Jungle. Lost Jungle. There's like a part in the beginning where you're on the rail. You can jump off to like one of the sidewalks that you normally have to go around the structure but you can just jump yeah. off the rails and then continue from there you know that kind of stuff is really cool the You're game is really the level design shines i think the game is the level design is really interesting in the sense that whether it was intentional or not there's a lot of sections in the game that if you're not meant to be there as a certain character they still have objects like you can skip past a lot of the goal ranks for team rose but there will still be regular objects and they're unique from other teams and then the eventual other goal ring. Like, they didn't, maybe That's, they didn't plan yeah. for Team Rose. Maybe they, like, had a section. They made the whole section for a stage for Team Rose. Yeah. And they thought, okay, where should we put the goal ring? But it's just really nice because for a lot of games, when you bypass parts the character is meant to be in, they just don't have any objects. There's just the geometry. There's nothing to explore. But Heroes is really interesting where every section of the game has its own unique object layout. And I really like how they had things like that. Like, if you somehow find your way to get past certain sections, you can still explore. You're not softlocked. You can just keep going. Yeah, I think normally that falls under the category optimization. I think it was not intended, probably, but it is as, you know, as, as a speedrunner or just glitch hunting, it's pretty cool. It's like in the SA2 two-piece stages where a lot of the gold rings are still there. I mean, <laughs> but in that case, a lot of the, the objects are missing and you have to kind of cheat to get there. But, mm -hmm. yeah. 
The yeah. collision isn't there, but all the object layouts are still there, which I was. Oh was right, funny. yeah, that's right. The collision is. <laughs> yeah, there. I feel like you can, normally... literally, you can literally get the cosmic wall go ring as tails with the red, with the red. Uh, yeah, yeah. Without, which I always found really funny. Yeah, but I mean, especially when resources were still fairly limited in terms of processing power back then, like typically. I think maybe it just didn't give them any benefit to remove any parts of the stage for Team Rose after, you know, the part that you're supposed to get to. So maybe if they just removed that, it didn't help the game run better at all or whatever. Or load faster or whatever it may be. But maybe typically not, you would yeah. do that to optimize, yeah. But I guess uh, maybe it wasn't necessary here, but... I, I just wish that the game allowed me to do the things that you're talking about more than it does already. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it does, like, when you speedrun and you're, like, doing that weird thing with, like, big or vector where you can, like, jump off of a rail and have skewed gravity or something like that. And oh, yeah. The power that, and flight. <laughs> yeah. And, but, like, other than that, just, like, from a casual standpoint... Like, I, I wish that... Like, the camera is actually pretty janky in this game to me. At least, like... It screwed me over a few times where I felt like I could jump off of a rail and get somewhere, and then the camera was just like, "I'm mm. going like I'm hitting yeah. a camera trigger that's like, okay, all of a yeah. sudden my my analog stick movement has to be completely different, and I can't understand it." I, I'm I glad they acknowledged that when they brought the game to PC because they added the free camera option, which does it kind of works the way like Sadix did, where it does okay. have. It's, it doesn't have camera triggers. It just stays in a consistent section wherever you want to move it. I'm glad they added that in the PC version because they acknowledged, okay, maybe we should find a way to fix this, but it's, you know, it's already released, but let's do another version we haven't released yet because people mm -hmm. are getting feedback. Yeah. That makes sense. But I thought the camera... I played SA2 recently as well, and I actually want to say I think the camera in Heroes... I mean, it's kind of subjective camera, right? But... I feel like the camera in Heroes was less problematic for me than SA2, but... Cause in because SA2, in SA2... In SA2, it gets stuck in walls a lot. That's yeah, it gets stuck in SA2 for yeah. my liking too much, which didn't happen here. SA2, um, it gets stuck in Heroes Eclipse, and also yeah. in Heroes, um, you actually have, like, an option to use the camera triggers without it snapping back to, like... Yeah. Right? And yeah. that that helps a lot, but then in the instances where it... Where where it does have camera triggers screwed me over when I was trying to like be creative and have shortcuts and stuff like that in more places. Yeah. A nice thing the game does that, that not many people even actually know is that if your camera is stuck in Heroes, if you use the D-pad to like change it to first person, it resets it for you. The D-pad? Like, yeah. Or the C-stick, I guess. The C-stick. Okay. I guess for if you're playing on GameCube. Anything that can move the camera, which is usually the right joystick or the C-stick, if you use it to use in first person and then move, it goes right back behind you. It doesn't matter what happens. You're just it's just normal okay. camera again, which is a really useful thing. But with things like S even SA one, it technically had something like that, but it can still get stuck in the walls. That's the thing. And yeah. SA two, you physically can't use the camera and like by moving it around. It's all it's always a locked position. Yeah, I hate that. And that's what I've always, always hated about SA two's camera movement is that you I, are always restricted. Yeah. Well, that's always I, I think. That's kind of off topic, but I think that's part of the reason why some people find the treasure hunting stages harder to navigate when they just start out because you don't have up and down movement for the camera. Yeah. And so you can't really look what's up in the stage. So if you aren't familiar with the level, you're like, I don't know what's above me. Guess I have to physically actually go up 
to yeah. see how the level looks up, you know? That's I true. That's I actually part... didn't even mention that when I did the SA2 podcast. But, but yeah. I find it disappointing that Heroes doesn't just implement full camera control on the right stick. Because at that point, it was figured out by most games. Yeah. yeah I Yeah. But even, like, it's nice that they even have the L and R to be able to move the camera yeah, around more it, and, yeah. and, and move like that. I, I did like that inclusion. I just, like I said, I just wish that it wasn't so finicky in areas that I wanted to, like, be a, a Sonic player. I, and I wanted to, like, use my momentum <laughs> yeah. to skip things. And I have all of this 3D space in front of me, so let me go there. Um, yeah, there is a lot of sections in the game where... You'll have the camera behind you, and you're trying to do a skip. And suddenly, the closer you get to the ex section that you're skipping to, the camera will be in the other direction. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, well, I'm still holding up, and now I'm just going to make a U-turn and fall. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I think the LNR triggers are slightly limited, because say you're doing an MLG skip in Frog Forest, you jump off of one of the rails, or beans beans whatever bean stalks whatever they are <laughs> yeah, that yeah. grow out of the, the and like yeah. the vines yeah bean and then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean uh, sometimes i'm just i'm i'm dutch so sometimes i'm like what word am i looking for and i just throw a word out it might not be the correct word but the vines you'll be grinding on the vines and then you jump down to the another part of the stage right because you want to skip lnr you cannot point the camera down whereas if you had the analog stick control over it with up and down you could just be like let me point that camera down so i can see where i'm going to land but instead you kind of have to guess where you're gonna land because you can only use lnr to tilt it this way instead of you know up and down there have been a lot of dead speed runs because of that issue <laughs> I'm not yeah so if you could just pan the camera like up and down with the right stick i feel Issues like that would be easier to resolve in the moment. Sections of the rails would make that a lot easier too, because there's a lot of sections where you're having to fall onto the rail, but you yeah. physically cannot see below you. So you gotta, and it, the rail's yeah. going horizontally. It's like, all right, let's just hope I get it right. Oh, I failed. Yeah, and it's like, like all three platforms had a right stick. I mean, on Dreamcast, you didn't have a right stick for SA2. So the LNR was the best they could do. I guess you have yeah. the D pad, but the D pad worked. But it also can't yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like right analog stick camera control would have been really nice in Heroes, but I guess it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I agree. But generally, I, f I, I had less issue with it than in SA2, I think. And SA1 as well, because the camera in SA1 is also pretty rough. Mm, SA2, when it like adjusts back for you a lot of the time. And um, yeah. when I tried to mess with the camera in Sonic Heroes, I found that that's when it like clipped the worst or like it would be in a really weird position for a while until i did reach another camera trigger where it fixed itself but like uh lem said i guess you can hit the d-pad and or the c-stick up or whatever like that and it does fix yeah. it for you and i didn't know that because i use lnr for the camera so how i didn't that's a very <laughs> miscellaneous thing that I, I bet almost nobody actually knows i only learned about that till like a few months ago i was like oh this is yeah. actually a consistent thing yeah and that's crazy because yeah. lem is someone who spends a lot of time with the game and actually speed runs it and routed all of tasks for sonic heroes yeah, so... <laughs> I've been running this game since 2007, and somehow I only now learned that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hmm. So but... yeah, I think so far that in terms of positives, definitely level design is a big one, right? Music. And I think 
what can music go wrong with aesthetic. the music. Yeah, yeah music I've heard people aesthetic. say they find the music is too atmospheric, therefore it's not good enough to listen to on its own. And I never really understood that argument at all. I find that they're still really great songs by themselves. I don't even I think it's necessarily yes, like a good or bad thing either, because if we're talking about yeah. the music in the game, like that, and it's nice to listen to in the game, then what does it matter whether or not you're listening yeah. to it outside of the game or in it? Like some soundtracks are good for that and some aren't. Like I really love Final Fantasy VII soundtrack, but I'm not going to listen to like every single song outside of playing the game because it just isn't mm -hmm. that kind of music sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like who cares? I'm kind of uh, like yeah. that with like a few, a few more games. Like Odyssey, like I love the game soundtrack, but a lot of songs is just like, eh. I'll switch. To, I'll switch to another song. <laughs> yeah, and like, uh, I don't think it's my favorite, but it has some good tunes for sure. Like, um, Ocean Palace is really good, and then Eggfleet, and I like the Casino ones. I don't really care about the city well. ones. The city ones are kind of bland to me, but. I like the power plant. I think them. I think power plant actually is the smallest song in the game in terms of when it starts to loop. Oh so really? I, yeah, it's yeah. pretty short. I like Mystic Mansion. That's my favorite. I think I love Mystic Mansion in the yeah, in that the one's game, good. In the, like when you're playing the game because it'll be in like yeah. sequences and yeah. it'll stay in that sequence until you get to the next section. I love when yeah, games do that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I do like that. The special um, stage music. Uh, the the one for Act One special stage is also really good. I like that one. Special stages. All right, so I guess we'll get into special that stages. That gets. Real quick. I was. I I set that up <laughs> as a segue. I set it up as a segue. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> so these are like the worst. I don't know <laughs> what I can say about these that are good. Uh, I know they're yeah. better on PS2 or PC or whatever. I don't know how they are on Xbox, but GameCube, they are absolutely broken. These things don't work. So maybe like holding B and like trying to like, like sometimes I'm like slightly moving the analog stick and it's actually working and I'm going in path. And then sometimes I slightly put it into one direction and then all of a sudden I'm like on the ceiling and then I'm falling and then I start to go again and I hit the floor and then all my momentum is halted. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why yeah. is this like this? Why am I the one time I hit it and it, I like went backwards. Like I, it literally like launched me backwards and I was like, I would, I'm trying I'm to get the chaos emerald. <laughs> yeah. I'm biased for liking the special stages, but even I will say it would have been so much better if when you hit a spike ball, it doesn't halt you completely. And even then, when you're trying to re when you're trying to like get back your speed, you're still technically slowing down even when you're boosting. Yeah. Not only wasting your boost meter, but you're also just like you're still stuck there. But that like was always one of the most annoying things to me. Even without the spike balls, what about when the ground actually just like stops Stop you? Dude. Like how yeah. can we defend that one? I don't think we can, right? Because that's like I understand if the spike balls slow you down and it takes a while to get your momentum back. I get that one, but, like, when the level itself is doing that and you're trying to do everything right and just, like, turn right to follow the the path of the whatever, the links or whatever they're yeah. called, and then it, like, it doesn't work, it's like, okay, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, and besides collision, I find that sometimes the placement of the bombs is terrible. Because sometimes there'll be like a, a like, a, like a you'll go down, but the camera doesn't really show, so you go down apart, and then all of a sudden there's like bombs in your. Oh face. yeah, you can't see some oh, of yeah. the turns. 
you straight yeah. up don't know what's coming for a, for a little bit. They were which trying is trying to make it like the Sonic Two like half pipes, but yeah, but the Sonic Great, great. The I'm so glad they tried <laughs> the to make Sonic it like Sonic Two. Two. Now that they I mean... have full 3D space, so you can actually see what's coming in front of you, which is the whole <laughs> benefit of 3D in the first place. Let's go back to Sonic Two, guys. That's a good idea. I find it interesting how they felt like leeching off that concept too, because they went, they did Sonic, they did it in Sonic Two, they did it in Sonic Heroes, they did it in Sonic Rush, they did it in Sonic Four Episode Two. It's like, what is with the half pipes, guys? It's not even <laughs> that great of a mechanic. At least bring back the blue sphere or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, guess I my my biggest problem with them is the control itself, where I feel like I'm slightly, I want to follow, yeah. like. I want to turn slightly left and follow the path of the links that it's telling me, and then all of a sudden I'm like, on the ceiling, and I'm like, there's no yeah. way, there's no consistent like yeah. path of the analog stick to move left to right. So like one time I'm moving slightly to the right, the exact same angle, and I'm moving at this speed. The next time I move in that direction, I'm on the ceiling, and I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Another small thing that people kind of overlook we always talk about the special stages but the bonus stages the ones in the first act i feel like i don't enjoy those because of the fact that there's some sections and near the later stages where you are forced to use a like a it's like a pulley thing where you're slowly moving around rotating around oh, yeah you only get one shot at that thing if you don't jump on that thing you might as well just leave the stage because you are yeah. not you're, you're just gonna time out you i didn't even get the there i didn't even i get remember there. those it's a, they're very weirdly used it's like a it's like a pulley but it slowly goes through a section and you can get orbs by moving around but if you don't hit that pulley right as you get to it you're just running through nothingness until your time goes up pretty much lovely they're really stupid and really unnecessarily long <laughs> yeah and like besides the special stage itself i find the key mechanic is ruthlessly punishing you get hit once and it's gone yeah like, god damn <laughs> like can at least not be when i die you know it's like the chap key did it right at least you keep it <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yeah that's right it's like you you get the key and then it's like you get hit and then you lose it. I really dislike that because the amount of times that I die from things that aren't my fault, at least make yeah. it so it's like when you die, like you said. Like, come on. That's why I always recommend people get all the emeralds as Team Rose because they're the smallest stages yeah. and there's less enemies. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I honestly think dying is a, is a good reason to take the key away, but not... In Dying concept. Is justified. In concept. The fact that you have but... to interact with so many so many enemies and if you mess up once then the key is gone. Yes. I mean I know I know that enemy. like you you can have multiple chances to get keys in certain levels when you're looking for them. But like yeah. not, you know, sometimes if you get you near you the stage, end, you just fuck. Every stage, or almost every stage, at least the second acts, which are the ones with the special stages, have some kind of mechanic that makes the, the last parts really tough. Like Ocean Palace, you have those rocks. Um, yeah. Power Plant, you have the lava rising. Mingo Highway, you got the red full like pinball section. Bullet yeah. Station, Bullet Station. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle, you get an alligator. Like. And then yeah. I think Mystic Mansion is one of the worst ones in the sense that you have all these like arenas that you have to go to and just destroy all these enemies and oh, hope God. you don't die or take yeah. damage in the process. It's just like, 
you are asking for way too much of a casual player to get those as like Team Sonic or something. Just to get the last story, like yeah, like in that's in Sonic the classic games, you never needed the emeralds except Sonic Three and Knuckles to get the Doomsday Zone. But yeah. in Sonic Three and Knuckles, it was set up way more forgiving. You could find rings in the stages, and then you were taken to them. It wasn't like a Sonic 1 or 2 shit where you only have so many chances. No, you can go back in the levels and get the rings, and then you can literally, you know, I, Sonic Heroes has that too. Um, Sonic Heroes could have done something like that, where rather than having to beat the stage with the key, they could have had like one or two keys in the entire stage, and you could enter the special stage from there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they could have done something like the way Sonic 2 does with the checkpoint system. Or they even like, like um, how Shadow has those doors that you have to unlock with the keys. Oh, yeah, can... the doors, yeah. Yeah, you could have just had it so, like, you you find a key somewhere in the level and then there's a door somewhere else in the level and if you enter it, you enter the special stage or something. Yeah. This is also assuming that we hope the special stages are better in this, like, what-if scenario. <laughs> and also yeah. that maybe you don't have to, like, complete every single story to get the last story, but, yeah. Alternatively, you know how we said earlier, like, I wish they could have added some kind of, like, gradable things for the characters to make them do more? They could have yeah. done that, like, with the way they did the keys in Shadow, where you, you find a certain amount of keys in a certain amount of sections. It's like, oh, hey, now you have this kind of upgrade. Yeah. Like, they yeah, like more that. RPG mechanics that, I mean, the leveling up is an, I would say it's an RPG mechanic that's in Sonic Heroes, right? Close like, enough. <laughs> yeah. So just more stuff like that. I mean, since the original Sonic Adventure, they've tried to implement these little RPG mechanics into into the games. So they yeah, have the right idea, but shit. they're just not doing enough. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, another. That, does anybody like the bosses in this game? These Seriously. are the worst oh. bosses I've ever fought in my life in a Sonic game. I don't. I mean, okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm being dramatic because of like the fact that I just played it today and yesterday. You didn't but... even play the PC version. The team no. <laughs> fights are dreadful because the speed character doesn't yeah, get. Yeah. Oh my god. The st wait, the speed character doesn't get what? They don't get stunned. Like you know how when you're fighting oh. like the teams that like they fall down and wait. Yeah. With the speed characters, they take damage. They just hop off and just start running around. It's like. Wait. So they, how do you beat? They still them? have the iframes. How do you beat you them? Just get lucky. You just get lucky. Do you I'm have to like cheese it like no. what you do with like the belly flop characters where like you do them and then you restart or whatever and then hopefully they just You can do that, but it still doesn't work. Oh great. <laughs> it's 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 just that bad. They are actually Dude. the biggest headache. Dude. They're also the biggest run killers in PC runs. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> well, even sometimes they're consistent, but they're they're not. <laughs> This is another Even on GameCube. I found them very. They're just incoherent messes. They're annoying and like, okay. So apparently you have to use certain characters to counter other like formations. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Does the game tell you that anywhere? They tell you that once, and you have to break a crate in the second fight later in the game, near the end of the game, and hope you can get that orb. That's that's like the only way you can do it. That's where and the game then, tells you that you can do that. You're not listening to the that. characters doing it because you're too busy trying to not die. So wait, so in the second fight, like later in the game, if you break after a crate, the, the frog, yes. then the game tells you this formation beats this formation. There's an orb in the crate, I believe. I know there's, I don't know if it was the orb or if that's on the ground somewhere, but yeah, there's an orb that you hit in the stage 
that'll tell you that that is a thing. And yes. it only tells you which one of the certain character who's explaining it. So like, let me take the lead when they're in X formation. Like, That's okay, very cool. convoluted and stupid. I didn't know this at all until yesterday when Kraftus told me, oh yeah, you have to use like um, so, like a tornado to beat the flying formation a little bit and to like knock them down. I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? Well, where there's another problem with these stages where like I like visually it's hard to process what's going on. I find you can't I, see them. Oftentimes, the time. I can't see my the fucking my opponents. They're so small. There's a yeah, lot the of shit going on. on just yeah, like you, so. yeah, but I I find my opponents are just way too small or something. I oftentimes <laughs> can hardly see where they are. Sometimes they're just spinning around in a circle doing nothing anyway. Yeah. It's like okay, yeah, and sometimes you shoot and they fall into the pit, and sometimes they lie on the ground and you can't get them off of the goddamn stage. I don't know what it is, but sometimes it's... they can just straight up stun lock you. Yeah, that happened to me a couple of times. Uh, not even the first like, one no, against Amy when I was Team Sonic, and I was just like, Come like on, everybody man. knows the notorious "it's no use" silver glitch in 06. That That's how I felt. That's how I felt. <laughs> dude. I literally died because I couldn't do anything. Once they hit me once, I was dead. Because here's the thing with heroes, <laughs> like when you when you're in the team fights and they hit you, if you have a ring, like you just lose the rings and it's whatever. But when you take you lose, but when you take damage without ring, you go flying. But you can get stun locked in this game where they can just keep jumping on you and you're just falling in place and you just keep getting the ring and you can just get stuck and it is oh the most frustrating God. thing ever. Yay. Um They're the worst like rival matches. Why are they I in the like game? Like, least, like I mean the ones in SA one are like nothing. They just happen. Like they're literally nothing. The ones in SA two are still shit, but yeah, like the except one, for the last though. one, except the for the one, last one, Sonic yeah, versus the last Ian. one. Yeah, yeah but that actually feels like shit. a test too. But then the ones in Heroes are just somehow way more shit. When the others were already not good in the first place, it's like, wow. It's like God in Sonic damn. Adventure, it's like these are nothing, but like you don't even have to try to beat them. In Sonic Heroes, yeah. it's like you're trying to beat them and you don't know how, and it's just like it's, it <laughs> yeah. almost feels like RNG. SA1, yeah. it kind of just feels like you're, you're, you're interacting with a cutscene. SA2, it's just like, they actually just kind of feel like they're general fights. Heroes, I don't think they knew what they were doing with the AI. I don't yeah. know why they're in the game, honestly. Yeah, story-wise, they Adding. don't even... Story-wise, they don't even do anything. It's like, oh, Amy wants to marry Sonic, and Sonic doesn't want it. Let's fucking kill each other. It's like, what the <laughs> marriage? No way. Yeah, like... <laughs> and then Rouge is like, oh, I don't trust these guys. Let's kill them. Then you kill them. No, you don't uh, kill who them. Who is this broad? Them. And then after the fact, Rouge is like, yeah, they were definitely up to something. It's like, yeah, fuck off. It's like, fuck. <laughs> At least like, and the then... Chaotix and Team Rose one almost made sense because they were getting cheat. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one that makes sense. But also in the Team Rose, like... They think that Sonic takes it because Metal Sonic makes this picture where, like, he transforms into Sonic and then takes yeah. uh, Chocola or chocolate. Yeah, like, weren't you all just an essay too? Like, what, 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 whatever happened to just sit down and ask questions? Not, hey, I'm gonna beat your ass, and make you fall off a building. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, and then, uh, wasn't Espio after the fight like, 
Uh, this is all a huge. No, no even, in the fight, even before, when it starts, like, yeah. this when is a starts. huge misunderstanding. But let's beat each other up anyway. Let's go, yeah. baby. Yeah, it's at the like, start of the fight with Team Dark. It's like I think this is a misunderstanding. <laughs> I guess I guess that happens when you're talking to a 12 year old girl, a six year old girl, yeah. and oh a cat God. who can barely even like figure out what left and right is. Yeah, that's... yeah, they feel contextually they feel completely arbitrary, and the battles themselves are terrible. <laughs> I don't mind them being self-aware. There was like, but what was the point of that? Yeah, Even they're just like, okay, that was stupid. Well, it would be forgiven if they weren't so fucking shit. In a perfect world, you would have it so the story made sense of it, and also the fights themselves were yeah. were like good because as it is right so, now they were like it's like the developers were forced to make these to like almost like pad out the games because of the expectation to make it a longer game and then it's like okay and then the story and then the story yeah exactly it's either uh an enemy rush the rivals or an actual boss and then the actual like story writer who's the person same person who made sa2 is just like okay how the fuck do i make this yeah. so it makes sense at all <laughs> Um, okay, let's I just make fun funny. of it. Something I found funny is, um, Cream's perspective on the Japanese version. She just does not like how Amy is just, like, trying to constantly look, like, get with Sonic. And, like, after the fight with her, with Team Rose and Team Sonic, she's just like, wow, Sonic must really not like you. And she's like, what was that? I was like, nothing. <laughs> I thought that's in the English version, too, is it not? It's in it, but it's very vague about it. But in the Japanese okay. version... She should have just like, wow, Sonic really. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, oh, I don't think Sonic likes you or something. I forget <laughs> what what uh, she says in English. She just says he must be really, really what? Oh, nothing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But the Japanese crazy. version, she's a lot more like blunt about it. It's like, wow, Sonic really just isn't into this. Yeah. But like the team battles are the worst ones of the bosses. Um, but then you get the enemy gauntlets. I think those are. I mean, they're not terrible, but like, those are it actually feels so padding. Those, it feels I, so yeah. padded. It feels padded, and at the same time, I feel like it's like the best ones. As much as as weird as that sounds, like I feel like yeah, I, like, I guess Egg Albatross is just Egg Hawk Two Electric Boot Blue. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh it's that but, one, but you have to take out the outer shell first or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. <sighs> I mean, and I'm just I, I'm just yeah. spamming homing attack the whole time. I don't know if yeah. there's a, yeah is that legitimately the strat before yeah. it lands? That's what I do. Yeah, because that's yes. what I did as a kid. I just tried yeah, to like the Eggman bosses in this game. I can't I just... pinpoint them. They're just so poorly designed. It doesn't feel just... like they have a strategy or a point or <laughs> I, I just don't know what they want them. to do with them. Wait, what, like, what, did, in, you, what did you realize? In, Egg, in Egg Hawk, you're always spamming with Sonic. In Egg Albatross, you're always spamming with Knuckles. In Egg Emperor, you're always spamming with, with, the, with Tails. With Tails, yeah. yeah cause... They all have their own different versions, but they're all just spamming as one character. Yeah, but it's like... I, I don't know what the point like these bosses are so weird that I can't even like pinpoint but they're just shit. The it's only like, one I... that like tests you right is the last one before um Metal oh, Madness, yeah. right? It's yeah. like uh wait, do you mean the one with Eggman or the one mm. in Metal Sonic? No, the one with Metal Sonic specifically before you're supersonic. Oh yeah, Metal Madness. Yeah, Metal Okay, yeah. so that's the only one that really tests you for your game mechanics, right? Because Yeah. yeah. 
the egg emperor kind of feels like absolute nonsense i mean maybe it's just because like i i cheesed it right because like i know that i can just fly above it with tails and kill it but yeah. mm -hmm. but like other than that it just it, it knocks you in the middle of like of you um yeah, using the boost around, pads and yeah. stuff like or like i like oh, yeah, i almost died and and then one time i was like have in the arena until we're because there's a point where he'll either just like he'll shoot rockets or he'll charge you the word yeah. charges they did not give near nearly enough leeway to where you can actually progress through with the boost pads why is it there an if statement if on a boost pad or if player control is taken away from characters or something like that don't charge at the enemy and kill him yeah when he's in the middle well, of can, trying to progress the boss fight. charge even if he doesn't charge, if you go on the ramp sometimes and he's too close, you can ram into him and just die. Kind of yeah. like how the alternative sections, after the big arena, there's also you could use the, the um, pole with the tornado. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's cool, but you're spending way too long going up it that 8 out of 10 times, he's just going to charge you anyway and you're going to take damage. That's what I mean. Like, if player control is taken away from the player do not charge like just keep moving or like stay yeah. still or something and have it so as you're moving towards it 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 moves backwards it, or something i don't it could know. have very easily like implemented that but it just didn't think to do it for some reason it also yeah. charged me from all the way like on the path in into the arena i don't know if that's normal or not that can happen sometimes. That I've happened to that me before. when I was playing Team Sonic. It was just like, okay, I thought it was going to go to the middle, and I was, like, getting ready for that. It's just like, it was, like, all the way back there. It's like, charge! And I was like, okay, where the hell are you? And it was just, <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I, but, yeah, I, I agree where I kind of feel like I don't know how they're supposed to test what you've learned so far in the in the stages yeah. themselves or with the team mechanic or anything you're not really forced to switch back and forth between any of them it's always just like mm, spam a button yeah and robot storm is it in robot carnival are the closest ones in the sense that you're just fighting enemies you've yeah. been fighting your whole time like but then the I mean... robot storms like the ones in the, the second one i was watching i never died to it thankfully but i was watching um i don't know if you know in the gaming brit He's been, he's been streaming all the Sonic games. He's never played Sonic games before, and he's been streaming from, like, Sonic 1 all the way. He's at, he's at Mania now, and in Heroes, it was so funny to me that he kept dying on the boss rush with Team Dark. Not the boss rush, the, the robot storm on the, yeah, the, yeah. the Zone 6. Yeah. Like, we're talking six minutes in, and he dies. It's so so painful i died to there's something. no checkpoints there's no checkpoints yeah. in these things yeah. i died and as the well. last section is incredibly brutal because you're having to fight two of the helmeted hammer robots and those are just hell in the top and the tiny arena is just like yeah, it's easy how to did slip I do off. this when i was not a speedrunner this is just bad yeah you can slip off so easily and then it's six or seven minutes of redoing that enemy yeah. rush again and that's kind um, of like how I feel about Final Fortress, kind of with like Team Sonic and Team Dark too. Is I feel like they put these super hard enemies in a lot of small sections where you're so likely to yeah. fall off and die. Uh, almost I get... every two thousand, almost every E two thousand, the big robot do the lasers. Are almost always in the very small rooms, hallways that are usually above bottomless pits. And it's just like, it, why would you consciously put them in these in these parts of the levels? There's also a place um, where you it's like nearing the end, 
also the, there's not enough checkpoints in Final Fortress, in my opinion, for the amount of times you die. But um, I think there's three, and yeah, that is not nearly enough. Yeah. So I was like using the power formation, and I took down an E2000 or whatever, and then you have to go higher on the um, the fans, and then you have to fight a helmeted guy. And, oh yeah. And then you have the to fight there. another two, and then the third time, it's like you have to fight like a uh, helmeted guy and two normal guys on this tiny ass platform and it's like <laughs> if you use your team blast before it's like okay i i'm just gonna die i guess it's I, like so I, hard not to slip off or get hit because yeah, you have um, no room to dodge the or like you might have two of them going like this and one of them like you know throwing the hammer down Sorry, you guys I'm probably can't see me like using my my arm to like throw a <laughs> yeah. hammer down. I'm like, why don't they know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I now that you mention a team blast, I always use that as safety. But I'm trying to remember. I feel like it's possible that I remember it happening if you use the team blast as Team Sonic. That because Sonic sometimes flies off and you can get hit after it or something. Or die if you do the team blast as Team Sonic. Yep. He'll do that sometimes. Wait, he doesn't. Because you know how you mentioned earlier how like Sonic would like keep doing like the team blast mechanics and like attack attacking enemies. Yeah. There are sometimes where he is because he's meant to program to always land on a collision floor whenever he does that attack, or sometimes land back where he was. Yep. Sometimes he just does not land back on the floor and you just fall off, especially in the in the boss rush. We love to see it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why it why that's even a gameplay state i don't know why it's just isn't just a cutscene. yeah i guess because the robot rng doesn't really make it easy to do i don't know yeah I, I never found it very interesting or fun that's why i almost never used it honestly whenever i want to do something like that i just do it in flight mode because he does the same thing but you're but your tail so you're not actually the one doing mm -hmm. all the damage i don't i actually don't like team blast as a mechanic all that much um it's a neat concept but it's not that great in execution i mean it's okay it doesn't it's not like bad but i i think over time having to watch those gets really repetitive especially in the boss uh, in the enemy rushes where <laughs> have you seen like... chaotix's uh robot yeah. storm it's nothing but a, but a concert yeah <laughs> it's just that over and over they i kind of wish you could skip them so it's just like, let's get it. Because, I mean, when you see them once, it's like, okay, that's cool. But when you see them five times in the same, like, enemy rush, it's like, god damn. Or just have more depth in the in the combat itself to the point where you don't really yeah. need to use them. Because the only time I'm ever using them is just because, like... I can't be fucked. Yeah, if they changed I, I over the course of the game, that would have been, been actually interesting. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to hit the Z button yeah. now. It doesn't feel like it's, like more rewarding. it feels like i'm doing a baton pass persona but like all the time <laughs> yeah it just feels like you're attacking. doing it because you can't be fucked to fight them normally so it's like okay let's team last get it <laughs> over right. with and now that you mentioned final <clears throat> fortress there was maybe lemris can explain this to me there's like mm -hmm. a part with team dark where there's three switches to activate a fan um oh, God. for some reason the third per like the second person would always jump back to me and i couldn't activate all the switches yeah that's the cannon's fault they can attack the characters that are just standing there and when they get damaged they just come back to you because oh that's in team fun. sonic too right 
Oh god. Uh, yeah, that can be that can end up in. A yeah, that happened to me, and then I took down all the cannons because I realized I was like, okay, hopefully it's not gonna like knock them out of the switch state and then have them come back to me. But then when I realized it did, I was like, okay, I know what's going on, and I'm just going to. Yeah, but I don't like fighting stuff when I don't have to because I'm afraid I'm gonna fall off and die. Yeah, that's the like, thing. The cannons are, are kind of cannons... over. Uh, a pit like if anytime you go a bit anything far. close to a ledge, I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to fight this because it's like, I can die. This mansion takes advantage of that too because the section before the three rooms, you're in that little section with the light dash. Like yeah. they have the ghosts going around and they intentionally make them take damage to get them fall off so they'll come back to you. It's like they know they knew that was a mechanic, but they took advantage of it and made it as an actual concept. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> How can we? Yeah, now that you mentioned the light dash, how comes that sometimes the light dash just doesn't work and you die, Lemris? It really what, what? wants you to be in the center of where the ring's like path is. It's just like Sonic I mean, Adventure it does kind two. Of do the, yeah, was, it's pretty much like Adventure Two, and sometimes you also have to mash the B button rather than just like hitting it. That's what I do. Really yep. I, I do it out of safety. I'm like. As soon as I get like, to the... Like, I know I said earlier, really, you know, there's never a section where you have to mash the B button, but for that one, I would say it can be justified because <laughs> sometimes it just does not work. In fact, there is one section in Casino Park for Team Dark where you're supposed to light dash into the next section, but there's like two sets of the rings that are by their own object entities. And if you like do the light dash when you're standing on little dice under it and you hit B, he doesn't light dash, he just goes like 30 feet in the air. Very cool. It's one of the funniest like things I found it as a as a kid, <laughs> and it's still really funny to me. It's like okay, I don't, I'm gonna get the light dash. I'm just, I guess I'll just you know go to space, whatever. Yeah, it <laughs> happened to me today with Team Dark. There's like a light dash in um, what is the second stage called of the the canyon, the bullet station. Bullet station. I keep forgetting these fucking names. <laughs> bullet station. There's like a light dash over a pit to the next section. I tapped it. I just fell into the into the pit oh, like, oh you nice. mean right before the uh you mean right before that train section right yes yeah there's a lot of times where that will happen because the light dash is really stupid in this game because you know how in sa2 you can do the light dash with the knife you're in the ball form or if you're just like falling in mm -hmm. heroes if you are just in ball form and you like hit a spring or something and you go to a light dash it doesn't let you light dash you have to actually be in jump form or falling out of it meaning there are sections that you won't like in super hard mode this is a very very common thing because there will be times where you hit a spring and then there's rings above you can't just run into the spring and light dash you have to jump on the spring and light dash because oh, if you don't know really? that you're just gonna fall off into a pit there's a lot of times where speedruns have died because of that because you don't realize oh i wasn't actually jumping yeah that's interesting yeah yeah, I've also noticed there are certain things like when you hit a spring that you can and can't do. Like I know in, I don't know if it was Frog Forest or a stage after, um, but I, I was the, having trouble. The like, vines in Frog Forest. Now I'm getting flashback to the vines. Oh, in, into a in pit. Frog Forest or in in um, <laughs> the one that's after. The one that follows up. Yeah, lost. Yeah. The one that follows up, I was like mashing B so I could go faster or whatever, and I like outran the vine, which I didn't know was possible, and I died. I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah. sometimes too. I, Fun. I didn't know that. Like, it was at the end, like right before the game, like, yeah. switches the camera. And I was just like, oh, I didn't know that I could even do that. Yeah. 
Also, one uh, thing... And those swing things, where you swing on them, I hate those. I didn't have a problem Sometimes with it this time. they throw you but into a pit. Yeah, as a kid, I didn't... I, I could not do that alligator section for a really long you know, time, but... You know what's no, funny only... about... Oh, go go that ahead, section go too. ahead. So, yeah, I've been running this game for 14 years, but I'm not gonna say that I can consistently get that one one-up that's in the alligator section. I have yet to get that in my, once in my life. That is the stupidest one-up I have ever seen in this game. <laughs> I don't know if I've like, even seen it. Have I seen like, it? Is it? When you're going Sonic? through it, it, you can kind of see it. You see it when you pass, but, like, you're supposed to, like, when you're swinging, you're supposed to just stop at the halfway point and fall onto it. You'd never fall onto it. You don't land right on it. It Very is the cool. dumbest one-up in the game, and I hate it so much because no one thinks to go for it because they know they're just going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I specifically remember in that stage, it's like you take, like, a flower that takes you through, like, a, a tunnel thing, and then oh, there's yeah, also yeah, yeah. A, a swingy thingy. I don't know what to call it. The swing thing. They're just vines. The vines, too. Yeah, and then... <laughs> But the flower They're being stuck. The, the flower <laughs> got stuck and it pushed me and like I went back with the flower, so I jumped off and I jumped onto the swingy thing. Oh yeah. That and happens. then yeah. And then I pressed the swingy thing, but I was holding the analog stick, I guess. And it was like, Oh, but you're not supposed to do that, so I'm gonna send you into a pit. I'm like, okay, there's thanks. One, there's <laughs> one ID in that section for Team Dark that was not programmed with the right speed value. So when you when you draw um fall go off of it, you just fling away. <laughs> like yeah. you do not go on to the next ivy. You're just like suddenly you're outside of the cave and you don't know where you are and the camera's in a weird place and you fall. <laughs> it's like you can technically Seems land on the other ivy if you're in flight formation. But yeah, if you're that... in any other formation, bye. I think that's how you can sum up Sonic Heroes for me. It's like there's a lot of good level design, but like there's just so many things that are not done well in terms of how it's programmed and designed and like even little things like you need to trigger the frog so that the vine grows for you to grind rail on but like it doesn't grow until you step on it so you don't know if you're gonna die or not if you step on it or not you, you don't know that it's gonna grow as you grind on it it's like weird things like that it's just yeah so I think um, finishing up, like, the gameplay section, I would say yeah. that, like, with this game, I would find it to be very cool if a lot of those jank sections would be programmed better, if you could reserve momentum better by switching between the characters in a way where it felt more natural. Um, that would make me want to play those levels again. And instead of yeah. want like making me want to play those levels again, it forces me to by playing the other gameplay section, like the other um, stories. Um, yeah. And that's why I've never been able to take this game to the next step. Like you have Lem, where you you're a speedrunner of this game. Sonic Adventure Two and Sonic Adventure make me want to get better at the game. Sonic Heroes makes me want to put down the game, and I, and I think it's just because of those like that that jank factor that we've been talking about like i wish that maybe i can get past the, that and like really enjoy the game for something else but really i just wish it was better for everyone instead of just those who know how to avoid every single like 
little thing the game throws yeah, at you I, to, yeah, to kill you. This is definitely one of those games that, like, it's hell. It is absolute hell for a first timer going into it. But when you have a much a, a, a lot of experience into the game, it is incredibly satisfying to just rush through everything. I think yeah. it's because you know how those first like those sections could be extremely tough for others. But yeah. like the act of just going through them flawlessly is just a really satisfying feeling. It's yeah. one of those games that like you can just like I just love the feeling of just like the fluent the what's the word look it's like a, how fluent it is to just like beam through things that people you would hear like you'd hear tales of of how just how frustrating they can be, but you it's just like Hush. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wish there was a little bit more of a balance there. Like there is in some yeah. other Sonic games where it's like, yeah, sure. Like I can get good at this that other people are struggling with it, but I don't want it to feel like it's like not my fault that, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, uh, yeah. even I still get the, I still get very often the, that was totally not my fault. That was the game thing, especially it doesn't help the fact that this game does have input drops. So. Yeah, and Blue Blur PL says a scripting jank, like, the ocean palace rock that chases you sometimes if you go on the ramp and it hits you in midair and you die oh yeah the rubber banding on that thing is extremely broken like at least with the boulder in the truck and sa2 they could hurt you but i can at least give the um the rocks in ocean palace some kind of no 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 no, no. what is it yeah yeah like, the boulders do at least stop a bit before they start hitting you, but they could still hit you sometimes anyway, and depending on the where you get hit, you can actually clip through the floor if you're on the ramp, and you'll just fall yeah. through the floor and die. Just oh, like, I, I clipped through something as Tails in Final Fortress 2, which is really fun. Yeah, I've straight up clipped through the floor in this oh, no, game multiple times in the past. Yeah, I, I clipped through the floor, the floor in between a wall, where I was like... I hit the wall and then I went down to land on the floor under it and I just went in between and died when there was... See, like, SA1, their walls don't exist. In SA2, uh, ceilings don't exist. In, S in Heroes, floors don't exist. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Everything's love got it. its own little thing going on. Yeah, and, like, where I find... Uh, during just casual, I don't mind it terribly much these things it does take away a lot from my enjoyment to some extent but like i always have enough lies and the checkpoints are close enough but where i remember this jank factor being totally game ruining i would say just ruined was getting all the a ranks it was horrible if <laughs> you're not even for me on my first playthrough <laughs> like if you die your a rank is gone and you are gonna die due yeah. to some bullshit and like i also think the a ranks in this game are really repetitive like chances are i already like okay you can do it oh i mean the extra missions in this game feel pretty meh to me your team sonic's extras is just doing the game again yes and then team chaotix is like let's find more of the things which i guess is but then Team oh. Team Dark is like, fight all these enemies. It's like, oh my god. No. Some of the stages <laughs> for Team Dark are just absolutely debilitating because, like, Lost Jungle has, like, 40 enemies, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe less than that. And you have to go through the stage twice, sometimes three times. It's just like, 
Why? Why couldn't it be like destroy all the enemies in the stages or something? Because at least oh, then, yeah, you have to loop stages, around. Yeah. Like oh my god, yeah, that that's a thing too. Yeah, hundred percenting this game was awful when I did it many years. Back. I don't think the game rewards you enough for you going through the effort of. 100 that's why. The game. <laughs> that's why when I was a kid, I thought you'd get those metal characters, <laughs> yeah. and then you find out not only do you not get that, you get nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any. I don't think SA one. I don't think SA one and two rewarded you for all the emblems very well either. No, I mean anything here. SA two gave you Green Hill, okay, and then Heroes just pulled the Mario Sunshine. You get a JPEG. Yeah, yeah. Sonic Heroes, you get a JPEG. At least in Sonic Adventure two, they had stuff planned. I I don't know what they had for Sonic heroes but sonic adventure 2 it's like okay cool you get green hill and maybe these supersonic and super shadow forms that they wanted to give you and you mm -hmm. get like rewarded slightly in the 2p mode by having these extra outfits but that's it yeah like but sonic you adventure 2 made me want to it made me want to go the extra mile to like get a ranks sonic heroes doesn't so yeah yeah um, and I guess we never talked about the final. I, I guess we could transition into the, the story talk if you guys want to get into that a bit. Yeah, but we're going to get like, into it. Um, we'll get into the story and the dialogue real quick and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, but first, I was going to say maybe like talk about the final boss before you go into the story because I want to say that the final boss is like. It's just Team Blast. Really, really lame. It's just Rocket Excel if you could Team Blast. I always found it really dumb because, well, for one, you're never going to use the speed character on the first phase. Nobody uses the speed character. You can just switch between flight and power, but if you switch to speed, chances are you're probably going to die because A, when you homing attack onto it, you repel back and you just fling somewhere. And if you don't fling somewhere onto the floor and die, then chances are you'll probably die because the like spikes he's shooting at you will hit you. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... Why even make it like that? Like, I get what they were trying to do to make it so you can actually land back on the arena. It was not polished enough. Yeah, and then the second phase is just Rocket Excel into your Team Blast, basically. Rocket... Um, <laughs> the second phase frustrates me still to this day that it was just supersonic, but Tails and Knuckles just got... Oh, blast. yeah, that sucks, it's right? It's like, come on, they have better forms than this, or, like, give them something. I also hate how, like, I'm a Shadow fanboy, so I hate how he was kind of, like, shouted in say. this game completely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let me, um, we're going to talk about story and, and some dialogue and stuff before we wrap up with final thoughts. I'm going to cut the break real quick. I'm going to grab a water, go to the bathroom. You guys can do the same. Um, okay. if that's cool with, yeah. with you guys. Yeah. All right, cool. So we will be right back talking about the, the finishing up with the story, some of the dialogue, and then giving our final thoughts. Don't go anywhere. See you soon. Uh, let's get back to it then. What's up? How we doing? <laughs> What's up, chat? Yes. You still here? They are, they are. Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> sweet. So I guess, yeah, so now that we've wrapped up on gameplay... Oh, I just wanted to mention real quick something that kind of messed me up in Final Fortress as well. I don't... This was just on my mind. There's a section in there where you have to go on rails with Sonic. And, like, you have to use the tornado 
that like and then it's scripted to automatically put you on the rail like you have no player control and no oh, sections yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the fourth one it gives you it and you you i guess you're just supposed to know that <laughs> like i i i was like okay like uh, and then like i made sure that it didn't put you on the rail even though it's scripted and yeah it just kills you if you if you don't like hold towards the rail even though the other three times right before then you don't ha -ha, have to do anything <laughs> yeah i found that pretty cool cool little game design moments everyone's favorite well, Blue Blur is saying it's not even talking about design faults, just technical shortcomings. But I feel like we've also had some design issues just in general. You're talking about the team mechanics in general, I feel like, is, is the big thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the team mechanic doesn't really feel like it. It does, I, To my, for me, it doesn't really hamper the game that much, but it also doesn't add anything, I feel like, in the end of it. Yeah. They wanted to try something new with it, but they, like, like we keep saying, they could have done a lot more with it. It just wasn't yeah. polished enough. It wasn't. It wasn't a second ti a title. It wasn't in the. It didn't bake for long enough in the oven. We'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. So they could have done it so it felt more Sonic with you actually keeping your momentum using the team mechanics, but instead it just feels like either it a tutorializes it throughout the entire adventure, or b at worst just halts your momentum and feels like a more of a requirement and setback for you to progress more than it feels like you're rewarded for yeah, actually knowing what you have to your do. Because you know, the characters are gone and you can't get them back for some reason. Yeah. yeah, let me open, let me pull this lever to open a slow door to hit a switch to kill an enemy to progress now. That's that's what reminds me of Sonic. Yeah, Thank the Sonic context said, the context sensitive actions are finicky in this game. They are a little finicky, yeah. I just hate how like you have to do like three steps to progress in a lot of areas. It's like, okay, I'm pulling this lever to open this yeah. door to kill this enemy for this bridge to like fall open for me yeah. to progress. Yeah, <laughs> it like, doesn't feel like bubbles. it rewards anything. It's just stupid. It's like, do you remember the part in Pyramid Cave where you have to bring a key? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite part of Pyramid Cave. That's my Cave. favorite part of Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> yeah. Let's have more of that in Heroes. Thank God I can, well, I guess at least in Sonic Adventure 2, movement. I can just like, um, I mean, it's not yeah. designed for me to it do this, but I'll movement. just clip through the door. <laughs> yeah, in, in SA2, it limits your movement, which is shit. I guess Heroes doesn't do that, but it, it's like, oh, we real people really enjoy putting keys into holes and hitting switches to open doors. Let's have more of it in Heroes, you know? the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really don't like that. I would just like... It's like the stop-and-go nature of Sonic Heroes. It's always yeah, been my this... problem since the last time I played yeah. it that I keep bringing up to people, and they're just like, and oh, Switch I don't feel puzzles... like that. Switch puzzles genuinely don't add anything to me. What do they add? looking for them i guess but you know where they are yeah. so it's like I don't reminds me of the add. one of the keys in chaotix's final fortress you almost never get this for um the regular mission but the extra mission is hell because you have to destroy four different ways of enemies in four different sections and then oh, really? you have to hit the switch so you can get the key it's like, <laughs> there's so much you're doing for one key yeah. You don't need to have this much padding for the key, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, I wonder I if the switches it. were meant to be padding. Just stretch out the game just that little bit more. Or, or did they genuinely think, yes, this is added gameplay depth? 
Yeah, that's the thing that gets me. It's it's actually a fair question, like, at this point, right? It's, like, who knows? I wonder if they genuinely thought it was good or if it was just put in to stretch game time a bit more. Yeah, I, don't I, know. I hope it's not to stretch gameplay yeah. a bit more. <laughs> yeah, like, they already did that enough to themselves due to the pressure of, like, wanting the game to be so long due to the adventure titles and whatnot. Like, just, no, focus on the, the core gameplay. But anyway, yeah, we're, let's get past that and move yeah. on to, like, the, the, the a little bit shit. of the yeah. story that this game has and um, what choices they made with uh, the dialogue. Now, I am not Japanese, so I don't know the direct script. According to Me you, either. Lem, there are not many differences in the script at all that matter. Or... Actually, a decent amount. Not to the core story, but to, like, side things, mostly. Okay. Like, the core story itself is still the same, but there's a lot of things... That leave you wondering in english where or things just straight up just don't make sense then the japanese version are different the easiest yeah. example being that in for the ending of king dark when rue sees all the capsules of shadow she asks omega in english did i ever tell you shadow is a robot she's meant and, to be asking uh... me do you think that shadow is a robot ah uh, okay like it's meant to be an ominous question not a confirmation yeah. right did i ever tell you that shadow is a Android and um, uh, never mind. Let's Robots, go. Or never the heck it says. Really makes sense. And he says yeah. the original must exist somewhere. It's like okay, it's, it's not what I, it's not what I said, but sure. Yeah, but it is the, the original, original must exist, exist somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the real shadow, right? Or am I misremembering it the is. shadow? It is. It is end up actually being the real shadow because you find out at the end of Shadow the Hedgehog, ten minutes into the final boss. Yeah, we no yeah. We love that payoff. <laughs> Let's go! Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Stupidest way to throw that in at the last second. They just, it's like they uh, didn't know where to put this like important thing in the game. It's like, you know what? We're, we're, the game ships out the march. Put it in the final boss, whatever. Yeah, the more I think about it, like Heroes is not quite like, okay, we're in shit territory, but it was like starting that trend and then Shadow is like, let's bang in on the shit. Let's bang <laughs> in on the shit factor. They had a whole, like, like God ten minute stage before the final boss in Shadow. Why not put it in there? <laughs> yeah, there was not enough in that stage. the final boss that's also kind of Dr. Rings. Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. And they like, did have a stupidly long, like, Why? final level before that final boss. It just felt so repetitive. They could have broke it up a little bit. <laughs> Did they purposefully not answer it in Heroes just so they could have Shadow the game? Precisely. That is exactly what they yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate how they treat Shadow in Heroes. Because it's just like, uh, first of all... He, I mean, okay, there are conflicting interviews from Azuka on this. But one interview is like, he was meant to die and, and stay dead. And the other one was like, no, we always intended to bring Shadow back. So, which, like, he's always been a little bit flaky in his own, he's always been, like, a little bit flaky in his own interviews, so it's like, which one do you believe, you know? I believe that he was meant to be dead. According to the writer, you know, the person who actually, who personifies Shadow, who's the writer of SA2 and Heroes, who loves the character to death, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, the story was meant to not bring Shadow back, but then, like, when he had to in Heroes... Um, due to character popularity, supposedly we don't really know for yeah. sure because we there are continuous statements. 
That was confirmed. Somewhere. That was confirmed? Okay, because I, yeah. I thought we've had... Because, like we said, Azuka said that, no, we always intended to, intended to bring Shadow back. Like, that is another statement from him, right? They so did it totally for the fans, but they didn't want to have to go through with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they it's... They did it because people were going to like it, but the writers themselves <clears throat> didn't like the idea. But... Yeah, I feel like SA2, it completed Shadow's arc, right? Oh, it completed his character. Yeah, oh, 06 did, but, like... I mean, okay. I will. I'll probably no, I mean, get into SA2. this. SA two. Yeah. And the shadow, right? It completed the shadow arc, but then instead, oh god, you know, he's back in Heroes. When I think, I just think the whole bringing Shadow thing back was a mistake. I guess due to character popularity, they had to, but. Yeah. I'm never a fan of when games do that. It just frustrates me. It's like it's like if Aerith died in character. Final Fantasy VII, and then they actually yeah. gave him to the fan demand of like updating the game to bring yeah. Aerith back, like they wanted, like fans wanted. And this, and this isn't SA2's fault, but retroactively, it completely saps the emotion out of the uh, the ending in SA2. It's like, yeah, who gives a shit? He's back in Heroes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's not I, SA2's fault, but it's like. That entire scene and the entire ending of SA2 is just no longer... It's lost its weight because Shadow just returns the next game. Funnily yeah. enough, another thing where they did that, where it didn't even really need to happen, they just felt like doing it with Sonic X's anime. Like, in the Japanese version, when he dies, it is legitimately depressing. Just, mm -hmm. like, you, like, you see him fall, you, you see how he's dying. But then they bring him back in Sonic X. They just do the same thing they did in Shadow, where it's like, yeah, Eggman kind of just saved him. It's like, oh, okay, well, thanks, I guess. I don't know how or yeah. what you were doing. <laughs> I mean, we live in a universe where Shadow came back, so it it feels weird to say I would Shadow, I would have him not to come back. Wanted him to not come back, but Honestly, I think I if you if... think look ba looking back, like because. If he was never brought back, we would we have missed him? I don't think so. Like, I find it funny because if they didn't bring him back, he would have been a very underwhelming character in SA2 as a whole because that'd be the only time you play as him and he gets four stages. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, which is, it's sad. Yeah. It's like he's memorable, but like, would, would a bunch of kids have the same like attachment to him if he wasn't in Hero Shadow the Hedgehog in 06? I don't know. Like, they could have treated him like Gamma. Yeah, they could have, and I love Gamma. Gamma's, like, or the only character have... in Sonic Adventure with, like, a meaningful... I mean, Tails, too, but... I'm like... throwing this out there. Or <laughs> they could have went with the angle that it is not the real Shadow, and that the Shadow from SA2 is dead. But they didn't want to do that. Why not? They could have just done, yeah, I'm a copy, but you know what? I'm okay with that. And then, like, yeah, the Sonic did, did and Shadow... Did it have to be the real one? Did it have to be the real Shadow? Why? Yeah didn't need to be i know the game throws a lot of things in like the japanese script of making it a little bit closer to other people knowing that it's the that it's shadow like when sonic and shadow fight each other and the team sonic and team dark fights i'm pretty sure sonic like in english he says talk about stubborn and full of surprises or something when he sees them yep but in jap yeah but in japanese i'm pretty sure it says something more along the lines of what they said to each other when they first fought like i mean sorry not when they first fought but when they fought on the like arc yeah. yeah like um when when shadow says you know 
you're more than just the hedgehog or whatever they say in Japanese there. I don't remember, but I know it references that in the original yeah. Japanese script. And that's a cool yeah. little in-universe continuity consistency that's kind of thrown away in the English. Uh, Iggy says, well, if it wasn't the real Shadow, what would be the point of keeping him around? It's still Shadow. It's just the coffee. Who cares? I guess. I don't know. What's funny is that is one of the endings of the game for Shadow, but it yeah. doesn't take that direction the way it does, but yeah, no, he just gets depressed as fuck and like <laughs> yeah. whatever else in that ending. I'm just an android. Would it really I, I'm not matter meant to if... live or what? Oh no, there are two when he's an android, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. The good, Would the it happy, really matter? happy ending and the, and the depressing ending. Yeah. <laughs> Would it really matter if we were not playing the shadow from SA2 but a different shadow? It's still the same character design. I don't know. Because, like, I mean, ugh, I don't know. That's a hard time. We'll probably get more into that when uh, Shadow of the Hedgehog the is a topic. Yeah. Because <laughs> that game, I feel like more of that podcast is going to be like, what should have, what themes could this game, sh uh, or should this game have tackled instead of the game? Like, I feel like it's going to be half and half with that podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. But as far as they treat Shadow in this game, I, I don't really like it that much. I feel like the fact that none of the characters tell him what the hell is going on just feels like... Rouge is just being a fish. She's not saying a goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, why? Like, what the hell? Everything. What are you doing, girl? Yeah, I don't understand that. Or, like, when Sonic and Shadow fight each other, I guess, like, it's... Like, come on, like... The most confusing thing for me with Shadow's arc and Heroes is at the end of Egg Albatross, he just looks at that robotic version of himself... It's just like, what? <laughs> Existential crisis setting in like, at all? I mean, no. Like, are they trying to imply that those capsules we were destroying in Bullet Station had shadow in them? Because I don't see anything in them. And yeah. if they were actually in them, like story-wise, it's pretty messed up that we're just destroying them. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. But like, uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something, but oh yeah, does do the the characters know that he's the real shadow or not in Heroes? They just see oh. It's Shadow. I mean, yeah. they say, like, in um, in the uh, Fortress stage, or sorry, not the Fortress stage, in uh, Mystic Mansion or whatever, like, right after the, the Sonic and Shadow fight, or the Team Sonic and Team Dark fight, Knuckles, know. like, yeah, he, he yeah. like, pokes fun at the fact that Tails is scared of ghosts. He's like, maybe that was a ghost of Shadow we just saw and shit like that. So it kind of just feels like it's it's taking a, a lot more of a childish approach, they which yeah, feels they even seriously. yeah, it, it feels very in contrast to the fact that you were just depressed as fuck over the fact that Shadow just died and just, and Sonic's just like he like, has his inhibitor rings. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you see him for like twenty seconds of like, so, so we're just gonna pretend we we just didn't see someone who died. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're not gonna go off that. We're just gonna pretend. Okay, you know whatever. Like, yeah, that's no. actually now that you mentioned that. Why is nobody? Why is team? Why is team Sonic just like, hey Shadow, long time no see. Yeah, like and the, like when the famous like, Sonic line, long time died. no see. Like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they just died in SA2. The and there's like, oh hey, what's up? It's like, no, not what's up. <laughs> why are you here? How are you here? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's not to go up yeah. when you beat the final boss. The Sonic just runs off. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I I don't really get it. Which is, it almost makes me feel like if you're not going to take the character seriously, don't use them at all. 
And I, it was just, I don't know, I feel like this game is just a mess. Like, it feels like there's too much pressure from all these sides. Like, use all these characters, have have these team fights, do it in, like, a, a year or whatever. Like, have all this stuff in. Don't worry about the, the core gameplay. And it's just like... They wanted assets of an anime, but they used the tropes of a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> For real. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and another thing, doesn't Sonic have like a line that he calls Shadow his twin or something in Heroes? No, Shadow says, "What is the, what's with that hedgehog that looks like my twin? Yeah. And, you know. Because uh, I feel Shadow, like that kind of. thinking about that. When you start in Hyena Castle, you think, the hedgehog that looks like me. Just who am I? It's just like, well, I wish I could tell you too, Shadow, but everyone's being a complete asshole to you, so sorry, buddy. Yeah. But... I feel like. Heroes and particularly Shadow also make things about SA2 and retrospect fucking worse. Like, so the mistake for Sonic and Shadow, I always thought that was really dumb in SA2. I still think it's dumb. But then Shadow is like, oh yeah, the gun commander had a vendetta against Shadow. Okay, but if he did, why the fuck is Sonic being captured in SA2 and not Shadow? What's going on here? Why is that the gun is... commander? He's, he hates Shadow. What's I going on that in SA2? Yeah, I haven't thought about He's it in like retrospect. Yeah, I have not thought about that it in, in the retrospect so of, of Shadow the Hedgehog story. I feel like Shadow the Hedgehog story should have gone, and I, I talked about this in the SA2 podcast, and I'm sure we're going to get into it with Shadow. And I, So I, I'll, I'll say this, and then we'll move back on to whatever Sonic Heroes has, mm -hmm. is that I feel like Shadow the Hedgehog should have done more of tackling the topics of like the connections between Shadow and Sonic that they tried to start conveying in SA2, like mm -hmm. clearly but didn't do very well and just that that should have been like shadow the hedgehog where it was like a better origin story of whatever the hell they were trying to tackle in, in sonic adventure 2 but didn't finish but instead they mm -hmm. go into aliens and all this not <laughs> all this stuff that has nothing to do with the shadow that we know now but yeah so and i don't even have a problem with aliens being in sonic game in itself like some people do but anyway back to sonic heroes it, it definitely speaks volumes the fact that, like, when we think about the story of Sonic Heroes, Shadow the Hedgehog is such, like, a point of contention because of the fact that he's there and no one, like, respects him as whatever happened in the, in the last game. But let's talk about the overarching plot, which is the fact that Metal Sonic is back, which is cool. I like that Metal is in this game. Neo, um, Mega, Neo Metal Sonic is my favorite design of Metal Sonic. In fact, it's probably one of my favorite Sonic designs in general. I just love how he looks in this game. I like the I like the regular design for metal, but I I don't mind Neo Metal Sonic either. I feel like it looks pretty cool. I love his fucking cape. It just looks so interesting. Oh yeah, that's true. He does have oh, a yeah, cape and stuff. He looks badass in it. <laughs> so um, as far as this goes, so pretty much what happens is Metal Sonic is like this mastermind behind everything, where he can make clones of himself. He can like disguise himself as other people. He can he like turns himself into sonic and like captures the chow and like just it, it it just like yeah essentially he's just like this huge smart brainiac behind all of this stuff that's happening in sonic heroes which like historically hasn't been metals like characteristic right it's just been i am Mega i want... sonic was the closest thing to that but like <laughs> yeah that's yeah. not metal sonic 
people always think they're the same character they are. <clears throat> yeah, Mecha Sonic isn't Metal Sonic. So Metal Sonic hasn't really had that persona up until this game, where all of a sudden he's just like, I am done with this. I'm apparently like super smart, and I'm going to like work behind the scenes and trick everyone to come to uh, Egg Fleet. I've stolen all their data, and now I have the Chaos Emeralds. Or oh no, they don't. They, he doesn't even use the Chaos Emeralds. He just has the Chaos DNA to turn into, yeah, whatever. But it, I think that that's an interesting concept. It does feel a little weird for Metal Sonic to be doing that, but it's it's a it's sort of a See, cool concept. Something always threw me off with him having the ultimate life and Chaos's power. Chaos <clears throat> or the ultimate life or power. I actually actually works in the game because he does eventually use chaos control in the boss in the final boss yeah which you know i really like that idea but like the chaos power what way what is he doing that's representing chaos's power he turned well, into big boy he turned into big boy big boy lizard but, but he needed the, <laughs> the negative energy of the emeralds didn't able to do that in sonic adventure metal yeah. sonic has yeah <clears throat> well, that's true. In SA2, isn't there like the bio? Well, no, it's not the bio lizard, but the bio lizard has an organ or whatever that allows him to do that shit. Chaos control or whatever. Yeah, um, it's always, I guess it's also metal... uh, theorized that bio lizard is like based off of chaos and stuff, but. Yeah. Uh, he was genes of, or like <laughs> DNA samples of chaos are like attributed into the bio lizard because he was still trying to figure out how to make the ultimate life form and that's why there's so many artificial chaos around is that in a guide or is this fan theory because like i i subscribe I to think... to it being like a fan theory that i subscribe to but i don't know if it was actually stated in any of the guides there's or... something like that around i don't know where it was from but i'm pretty sure that's like official information interesting but yeah <clears throat> Well, kind of wish, wish these games <laughs> I think the fact that there is a lot of confusion about what's really going on is a little bit of a fault on the developers and writers part um, I kind of wish some things were just clearer and less fan theory crafty you know by nature but yeah. I, I agree with that but I'm also going to defend it and say that Sonic Adventure 2 was rushed with cut Cut, like yeah. cut, literally cut cut cut, cut, cut scenes, scenes yeah. and stuff like that where, where, where the writers was literally like i would give up an arm to have these cutscenes yeah, in here to, that, yeah. and i'm just like god I mean, damn sad. and that's it why i wish shadow the hedgehog like capitalized on that but it doesn't it doesn't yeah. do that <laughs> shadow the hedgehog, you know one of the things that i think sa2 really could have benefited from is more scenes between like shadow and maria yeah um yeah because at the end of it, I guess this is we're going. I guess the only story we can talk about is SA2 or Shadow because Heroes <laughs> just has nothing to talk about. But, God damn it, Heroes! <laughs> but like, yeah, in SA2, it's like Amy talks to him, and all of a sh sh sudden Shadow is like, "Oh shit, let's let's do a 180 and fucking help them out," <laughs> even though I just was trying to destroy the entire world. It just feels so sudden. It just feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere, and more scenes were like between Shadow and Maria to build up that dynamic and get him to that you know turn around more gradually and like more naturally i think that i think that's one of the things that must have been cut because that's one of the most sudden feeling parts in the game to me that shadow just 180s yeah other than the like the entire thing he's been doing they could have made like a whole scene of him getting up like at least some kind of memory back 
Yeah. Well, they sort of did with Rouge. They sort of did with like saving Rouge, right? A little bit, like that yeah, was... faintly. But yeah. they should have done something like where he just had a memory of just him and Maria, just you know, being normal, and they, and then she just says something with him, where she's just like, "Are, are you?" Or they kind of do that with the Rouge scene, but they could have done a mo another one where she was just saying, um, before without even the um one where she's on her last words and dying, where she would just be saying like, "Shadow, do you think we can?" save people like that or whatever the hell something something like that and yeah where, he, where shadow can just agree to he's like wow yeah she was right i agreed with that yeah i think it's like striking the balance between shadow trying to suppress those memories and find out what's real and what's fake and having it actually come to its natural conclusion because if shadow is remembering too much before the end of the game where he's actually destroying the world then would he go back on that and and change it so that that wasn't a conflict in the first place. How do you make it so Shadow is actually going through with this, even though he remembers what Maria is saying, or yeah. or or not? I feel like you'd have to figure that out first, and they probably could have done that for sure. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably one of the things where cut cutscenes uh, must come in a bit. Yeah. Um. And Shadow did not take the opportunity to really tap into those things shadow story is a bunch of bullshit and i mean it's got 10 endings and none of them mean a goddamn thing it's yeah like, great yeah they don't actually confirm which ending of those 10 the last door uses yeah i don't I think it uses any the only thing that's yeah. like canon is like shadow going to find the chaos emeralds of black doom coming to the earth and then the last story and that's it something yeah like, but it's yeah, weird but... because in like instances of things that happen in the stories are assumed to be more canon than others. So yeah, um, yeah, like hero story. I honestly don't have a lot to say. Um, Heroes doesn't really cool. have much of a story besides just the last second plot twist. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. I was saying, um, I don't know if it was earlier or yesterday, but I was I like how they take things from the lore of Sonic in general. And they use it in Sonic Heroes, like the fact that uh, Metal Sonic copying um, Chow data gives him, or Froggy data gives him Chaos data because of the fact yeah. that Froggy was in Chaos at one point, which, like, you yeah. wouldn't know that if you didn't play Sonic Adventure, but it's a cool little thing that's just there. And I like that stuff in Heroes, and I like, I like that in general. Like, it, it's fine to be a lighthearted story and, like, have those little things included, but it's it becomes a problem when you try to like inject shadow into the story and have it be like this weird serious thing that doesn't pay off until the last ten minutes of the final it boss. Like they were to do, it feels like they were trying to do the one like like vague, but you know, but you know what's coming. Things kind of like what a Kingdom Hearts game does, where like all this stuff. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense, but you know everything will be answered soon. But for like with Shadow's arc, not everything gets answered. In fact, you just it just raises more questions after in the end yeah it's like that's not how you write a character yeah and like with that being There's said no it's like basically. if like sp like comparing it to kingdom hearts it's like you kind of know what you're getting into with those games and sonic heroes the game is trying to be like a light-hearted story where it's mm -hmm. like this is the beginning and this is the end kingdom yeah. hearts doesn't do that kingdom hearts is like you know that the story doesn't end here. It's like at the end of yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know that you know yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. 
Yeah, they tried doing that with Shadow when he come when you, and then suddenly Shadow the Hedgehog's game appeared, appeared, I mean appears like yeah it exists but like it's just it just feels like like blunt I guess. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, and I guess Team Sh uh, Team Dark Story, it feels tonally well. It it's tonally it kind of feels. It, I guess the tone isn't that deep, but like it feels a little more out of place compared to the other teams because. The other teams is just uh, Team Sonic wants to destroy Eggman, Team Rose wants to find you know find back Froggy and Chocola, and Chaotix wants to get paid. Uh, team Dark, it's like a shadow. Is this the real one? Let's raise some questions. It's like, God damn! It's like, what is going on compared to these other teams? Like, it always makes me think of 06's um dark um shadow story and honestly i really like shadow's campaign in that game just because everyone it's the is best one like, it's yeah the best it one. actually goes in depth and honestly it really makes me appreciate rouge as a character throughout it because she is just she's shadow's bestie like she mm -hmm, will yeah. always be there for him and i really respect that kind of thing yeah and even in here like in here as you see that beginning like, yeah she really grows a bond with him yeah so, um, what do we think about the dialogue of this game? Because I've heard conflicting Crap. things. Crap. Please. I, Get it out like of my they, face. It's like they four kids the game. Yeah. Because, like, I've heard, like, I think it's, like, the cheesiest thing I've ever heard in my life. But I've heard other people say it, sometimes, some of it is cheesy. But some, it's, like, it's really charming at the same time. And I'm just, like, there are very few like things in this game where I, where it's, like, charming to me. Like, I, I hate it. Like self-aware. <laughs> I hate the Sonic and Shadow line where they're like, I know it's like, it's, maybe it's not memed to death as much as other things, but it's like, oh, you have a date with Eggman too? That'll be a date to die for. Yeah. <laughs> to die, die for. for. And, then, and then Sonic's like, hey, that's my line. I'm like, when the fuck have you ever said that? What does that mean? What do you mean that's your line? Yeah, you have think... never said that it'll be a date to die for. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You gotta have to marry me, and then Sonic's like, no way, and it's like... Or like, what? obviously, this the real... This is the real superpower of teamwork, or whatever no, the, the heck. The last story is, um, yeah. is absolutely cringeworthy with the dialogue. <laughs> I can't I help say, but laugh. I was gonna say, I love the stupid headcan that... Amy is trying to get Sonic, but Sonic doesn't want um, Amy. Sonic wants Shadow or Eggman. Because <laughs> whenever you see Amy, she's like, well, there's Eggman, there's Sonic. It's like, and you're yeah. just Sonic and I are together. It's like, hmm. Maka, hmm, there, buddy. Yeah. It's like the Goku and Vegeta ships, but, I mean, yeah. Sonic and Shadow is definitely a popular ship, honestly, so I'm not surprised. I just love how the line for Japanese Amy, she'll say in Casino Park where there's Eggman and there's Sonic, and then when you get to Egg Emperor, she's like, it's your fault Sonic and I are together. It's like, <laughs> you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? you know, or... Yeah, what do you know that we don't? Well, speaking of dialogue, I think the gameplay dialogue is annoying as fuck. Oh, in this game. yeah, we didn't even get into that, huh? It's like. I'm falling! Shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, <laughs> please. The yeah, I'm falling line always just sounded like Tommy Pickles to me. Or, yeah, Tommy Pickles. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it as much with. Um, I think Team Sonic is like the most egregious, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Tails yeah. is just shut the fuck up. Oh, I like the concept of them talking the stages to have conversations, but not when they're recycling them. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, like when you when you hear the same thing. Cycle. Yeah, when you hear the same exact lines in later levels and other sections, it's just like it kind of feels a little cheap to me. Uh, if I'm yeah. being honest, I think I know why they're so like repetitive, is because that the game has four different versions of the game of consoles, and the game likes to explain inputs to you. They have mm. the voice actors explain every hint uh, for every platform, meaning they had to do the same dialogue for every hint four times. Yeah. And that is an extremely, extremely large amount of audio files like, yeah. when you go through them. And I honestly can't blame them for not wanting to do more after that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that uh, that actually does make a like some sense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I get like the in stage dialogue. It does get a little bit annoying. Um, I don't well, have I as much of a problem. Yeah, that's true. This is a lot of accessibility options and stuff like that. Didn't really weren't really exist around that it. much. Yeah, they, then, yeah, they yeah. weren't really yeah. the priority. Even now, in like a lot of Nintendo games, they don't give a shit about accessibility options, which is really yeah, yeah. funny Nintendo looking at. Nintendo is like, a shitty outlier in that regard. Yeah, like a lot of indie games and like other like big companies all care about accessibility options for the most part. Nintendo's just like, ha, 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 no. Man. Yeah, it is a little funny. <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah, if you just had an option to turn that shit off, that would have been cool. I mean, technically I there is. That. If you type in Charmy Shut Up in the game's file, it'll, or like in the game's like directory, it'll just like, it'll just mutes them. Wait, for real? Really? Yeah, there's actually a hidden like cheat code, quote unquote, thing. Or if you just add in like Charmy Shut Up or whatever, like in the uh, executable, it will literally just mute their, um, like their hints and everything. Interesting. Interesting. So why didn't they put that in the game? Uh, no. Probably you just forgot, or it, or it wasn't finished. Just like a probably a lot of I things mean, in the game. It, it, you could do it on the PC version just fine, and it's finished. And technically, it's possible in the GameCube version with modding, and it's still finished. So that's oh, not wow. even a reason. Yeah, I, I mean, like they just didn't throw the option in because, like, that obviously requires more assets in the options menu and whatever else. Probably, I mean, or they the just already like... has like five like option like option settings. You got the controller vibration, the yeah. language, the um the deflickering, the save files. It's like I got yeah. a lot of settings. Yeah, I think could... they could have thrown it into the audio. Yeah, <clears throat> and like so dialogue. Yeah, I it's it definitely feels uh more childish compared to like essay one and two. That's kind of why I say this game's like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, yeah. and it it's like Essay 1 and 2 is kind of like those things where pretty much you can all ages can like enjoy Appreciate. it. Where with Heroes, it's like this feels very much like written towards kids because I don't know how I'm supposed stuff. to like get much out of this or like SA2 is a game I wouldn't shut off the TV if I'm caught playing it and the cutscene is playing, but with Heroes, if there's like a team <laughs> battle and that story, I mean, the final story and Sonic saying the, the real power of teamwork and somebody came I think I legitimately like, cringed the first time I heard that. Like, actually, I do. Like, I cringe every time I hear it. Uh, if, you I'm know, like... I wouldn't want to be walked into if I'm watching Heroes cutscenes. <laughs> It's like it's you'd rather point. keep like porn up or something gonna, like that. I'm gonna yeah. watch the porn. That's easier to explain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, funny. not all the cutscenes are like that, obviously, but there are some examples where it's like, oh god, 
Yeah. Cringe bro. And then we can talk about how some voice actors are just like the kids of other voice actors, which is why they don't. Uh, like yeah, isn't it isn't tales? Tales and charming. You can tra se se segue into voice acting, I guess, <clears throat> from dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, going into me. voice acting, I think Sonic and Shadow are well done. Rouge, um, Lonnie Manella uh, reprises her role. Uh, tales is horrific. And, boy. <laughs> yeah, I feel terrible for that boy. I don't know. It's just so. Yeah, I wonder. Wonder what he's up to now. I hope he's like voice acting. His voice acting career is taken off. I don't um, think he does voice acting anymore. Actually, I've been on the voice act. I've been on behind voice actors. I don't think he does voice acting. Anymore. Like a, I think he did something in Thrillville, and that was it. Mm, very cool. Uh, yeah. So that's not the best at all. Um. <laughs> Look at all those Eggman's robots. There's another oh, funny yeah. dialogue that I forgot to mention. Where, uh, yeah. Uh, I think Knuckles is fine and good. Um, Omega is good. The Chaotix are fine. Espio, oh, Espio kind of like cracks I me up a Char bit. I think Charmy. I think Charmy. Espio sounds annoying. like he's. Espio sounds like he's like he feels like he needs like a because he sounds so damn old. <laughs> he's, he's meant to be. I, know, I think Charmy's annoying as shit. Yeah, I feel like that's meant to be his character. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, but oh my god. Yeah, I don't mind the voice acting so much for Charmy though. I feel like the voice acting yeah. is like fine. It's more just like his personification. Espio is really funny to listen to because he's like so serious. I forget what he mm -hmm. says like as like a instead of being like a yes. What does he say? Isn't he just like he doesn't say like. Yeah, ultimate ninja power or something. I love when you get an E rank insulting. Your training has been a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> they're like it's wow, so funny. Bust. It's so funny to to listen to. I love Omega's voice actor just because he's smug like everywhere. I and mean, you knock a, like a teammate off in yeah. uh in the first fight, he's just like, well, it's a load off my back. Yeah, like, exactly. Wow, he's like, buddy. yeah, he's like, he's like, they're out of my way now. I will eliminate everyone else or whatever he says in English. I don't remember. I found it really funny, I, though. Yeah, I think most of the, I mean, I think Amy's voice actress has been good. Um, big, big, we don't talk about big. We never do. Biggest um, one ever. I... I, I think this is an unpopular opinion, but I think Ryan Drummond was not good in this one compared to SA2. Um, He's too energetic, but I don't know if I like that or not. Yeah, I mean, a lot like, of example, that is unpopular. Like, That's like a hot take because most people were like, this is when he was at his best. That's, example, that's like the, the popular the opinion. Dialogue. It could have been part of the dialogue, but when he's like, what's the line again? When he's like, did you really think you could defeat me by turning into a monster? <laughs> I actually, oh, I, I actually don't honestly, mind that one. I like that one. I was gonna say, I like when Sonic gets aggressive like that with his tone. Like he does it with Sonic. He does it. He does it with Super Sonic and Heroes. He does it with Dark Spine Sonic and uh, Secret no, Rings. I, and well, he does it in one other game when he's super, and he's just like, I like when he's like in that type of tone. Well, Too bad. in Dark Spine, it's he's. All over. For you, it's like no. Well, that's just the dialogue, in my opinion. That's the dialogue. But the tone is Yeah. I mean, I I don't mind the by turning into a monster, but maybe that's just like my inner edge lord, um, freaking Sonic and Shadow versus um Nazo or whatever. And the end when they turn into Hyper Sonic and Hyper Shadow, maybe that's just like my my like inner kid talking. 
because he says that line there too. But no, I actually don't think that's that's bad. I actually like the aggressive tone sometimes. I actually um I like Jason Griffith um as Sonic a lot. So I I prefer Jason in the later games. Uh this is an unpopular opinion again, but I'm actually not too big of a fan of Ryan as Sonic. I'm not I don't think he's bad. But I, I, I find it hard to explain, but his tone seems just a little bit too high-pitched and juvenile to me for Sonic. Uh, but I guess that's very subjective. Yeah, that, that would say it's subjective. I, I, can't, I like Ryan. Um, I think it's just the, the dialogue and the writing of Sonic Heroes itself that's a little bit like cringy and maybe not so much. Mm -hmm. It also like, doesn't help that one of the games he has to base his like, scripting off of was his first game for Adventure. That game didn't actually have like a script, like a... Like a uh, what's the word like the script manager or whatever they mm -hmm. didn't have anyone to tell them what the tone was they kind of just had to wing the entire game's dialogue and honestly with what they did it honestly wasn't bad wasn't there a thing where like i think you can kind of tell that the the voice acting is recorded separately for sa2 and heroes right i think you can kind of tell that it's not like they're just recorded separately in their own. You like, mean like the voice actors themselves being yeah, in they separate didn't know sessions? The context. Yeah, they yeah. didn't know the context of the other actor. That's very likely what happened. That's actually that. kind of common in voice acting in general. If they're not going in yeah. like as a as a session together, I guess. But I feel like you can kind of tell in these games. There's yeah, the, yeah. The voice acting is good, <laughs> but it, I, I even feel this in SA two. It feels like sometimes the way the lines are delivered is not necessarily how you would sound if you bounce off of somebody or in the situation that you're in it's hard to explain no i, I get what you're saying intricacy is hard to say but it's like it doesn't entirely feel like a supernatural conversation sometimes yeah, this I, game. yeah I understand what you're saying i think sonic uh sonic adventure 2 maybe handles it a little bit better than in in sonic heroes because but also in sonic heroes there's so much dialogue in like the stages and stuff too where it feels like that where there's like these weird gaps in between like them <laughs> saying stuff and and whatnot yeah. like even like even when they're all talking at the beginning of, of a level or something like that where one's like yeah we're gonna cr crack this egg wide open and it's like mm -hmm, and Chelsea's like yeah, yeah let's go and like these weird <laughs> gaps in between each of their I like, uh, lines i like the one where it's king chaos is going to hang castle where um where charmy's like nothing new to you vector what <laughs> Wait, that reaction was that late buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's really strange um but all right so to to wrap up today because i feel like we've gone over a lot of stuff and mm -hmm. we've gone pretty into detail here and we have been going for actually an hour longer than i thought we were going to be going for um we do not want to become famous chin zether chin <laughs> although may, i i i shall not speak for juice and lemurus if they want to be gone oh famous yeah no i'm good actually i'm good from from zether chin right there i, I think i do want to become famous why don't no. let me let me go buy followers on bigfollows.com <laughs> um yeah <laughs> Yeah, oh, thank I you. Website, I want my credit card information. How does that get me followed? Yeah, do you do you need my social? Because if you do, I will gladly DM you. Um, mm. Thank you so much, Zetherchin. But anyway, yeah. So let's wrap up talking about our favorite stages in music, and then give final thoughts, and then end the podcast here. Um, yeah. Lem, you could go first. Mystic Mansion is just my immediate one for both the favorite stage and favorite music. I love the concept of the 
uh, the warps. I love the way the level design is. I love the <clears throat> scenery. I love the like aesthetics of the level. The way the bobsled is, you can have that full section. I just love it. Looks so beautiful. Like, I love the way the music is in each mm-hmm. section. It's actually scripted, depending on where you are. And I just, I just love the stage for some reason. I know people don't really like it because of the last section, which is completely justified. I can understand <laughs> that that those pumpkins for Sonic can be a complete jerk, mm-hmm. and I completely get it. But like, when you know how to do it, it's really fun. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. I just gave them time to like spawn. Yeah, people don't think to do that. They're too used to like SA one or two, where they just spam the homing attack. This is not yeah. a game you want to do that in. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll go flying before it actually spawns in and locks on. Yeah. It's just Shadow is the same way. How about you, uh, Rochapalooza? Um, my favorite stage is probably like Egg Fleet and. Maybe like Ocean Palace or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I find it hard to nail down my favorite stage. I, outside of the casino levels, I think they're all pretty good. Oh, I guess I'm not a fan. I, I actually the the weakest part for me is the combination of the casino and the canyon levels, the zone mm-hmm. three and four. Oh, yeah. I think one and two are good, and then uh, five, six, and seven are good. But like the combo of like three and four is like the low point for me. Um, because even when Rail Canyon, it's just grinding on rails a lot. Yeah, uh, you're just kind of grinding. You're just kind of <laughs> grinding. Yeah, um, and you have to know like where the speed pads are too to like get yeah. through it fast and yeah. constantly switch left and right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I I think otherwise the stages are all I don't really have like a particular standout favorite. Um. In terms of music, <laughs> Ocean Palace is definitely one. It's a and... good one. Yeah, I think in terms of stage music, it's my favorite stage theme, but I think my favorite music in the game is actually just the main menu music, which sounds weird to say, but... I mean, I was going to say, some of my favorite tracks are literally the two-player music, because those go completely overlooked, and they are complete bangers. The main menu theme is actually playing on the stream right now, too. Like, all the the menu themes. Yeah, I I don't remember the two-player themes, actually. They are pretty short and sweet, but they are honestly really nice bangers. (laughs) Are they on the OST release? Yeah, they are. Okay. Cool. I don't remember them. They're usually called, like, Ring Race or Bobsled Race or Quick Race or something Mm -hmm. like that. Well, what about you, Juice? Um, oh, we forgot to talk about the bobsleds. God, my favorite part of the game. No, um... I brought them up a few times. <laughs> oh, did you? I don't even remember. Yeah, did, God did, damn, yeah. it's been so long since then. Um... In fact, before we jump on that, I just want to say one thing about the bobsled. The one thing that frustrates me to no end with the bobsleds, the section where they explain the bobsled mechanics is not what you do in-game. You're yeah. like, um... Like, <laughs> they'll say that when Sonic falls off and Tails falls off, Oh Tails yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah you off. die. Like he said, you she says you yeah, can't jump. Yeah, you can't you can't Sonic. jump. Yeah. Yeah, Knuckles and Sonic get fallen off. Tails is always on it until you just die. Yeah, it also spe- says it, your. Uh, it doesn't also restrict your jumping. It just restricts your moving left and right. 
So I really want to know what they were thinking with that because they would have really changed that. Also, at points it said that like if Sonic gets knocked off, it cuts your speed. But then one time Sonic got knocked off, and I had like plenty of speed as well. So I don't know. Downhill, downhill slopes will still give you speed, but when you're going uphill. Oh, okay. So it's dependent on the slopes. Also, it doesn't even yeah. tell you to to jump when you first go on the bobsled. So that when you. Yeah. So when you eventually encounter a place where you have to jump, it's like, I didn't even know that until it was like a trial and error thing. It's like, oh, okay, I do have to hit the A button to jump over this thing. I don't know wherever the second bobsled section is, but it was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, my favorite stage is probably Egg Fleet um, because of how open it is and how I can actually see a lot of my extra paths that I can take. And I feel like that's the place where I'm able to take advantage of the game mechanics the most and it doesn't baby me uh so i like that my favorite music would probably be mystic mansion um <clears throat> ocean palace and seaside hill i think those are my favorite tracks frog forest is a good one in terms of music too i, I love the ambience of frog forest so yeah much. yeah in game it's good for sure um other than that i like follow me the Team Rose theme. You know what? I respect that. That's a banger. Yeah. Um, and that I like Team Chaotix's how... theme. Oh, that's like a good that one, one too. Yeah. One small thing. I'm gonna ruin the song for you, <laughs> but there's but like there's part of the ly lyrics where you can hear it cut off without actually like transitioning out when she's speaking when she's singing. She's like, oh, oh, no. I see your face. You don't oh. hear her finish off the C part. Oh, oh well, now the song's ruined. Now yeah. you hear that, you're gonna th you're gonna probably think that it's like, oh my god, he was right. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> listened to it like I've that much. So many people, and I'm going to continue doing that to people because I'm an asshole. Damn, they just didn't. No, I think the Team Chaotic one is a banger. Um, <laughs> I like the joke I... video where Team Chaotic's theme is just being used for a workout video. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of those workout machines. And here's yet another unpopular RZ or uh, art. RZ opinion, and I think that um, what I'm made of is kind of meh. No, I I no, actually no. I actually agree. So all right, I'm out of here. Wow, I hate you. Guys. <laughs> no, no, I think what I'm made of is just like mid. Like I yeah. I mean, a lot of people like a lot of people say it's like the best one. I don't mind it that much. Like I don't think it's bad. Like I don't think it's like the beginning of having to listen to Seven Rings in Hand over and over again in Sonic and the Seven uh, Rings, or Night of the Wind, which, like, the, the beginning lyrics of that is, hey, y'all, actually, like, irritates yeah. me, and, like, but I, but I, I don't think it's as good as, like, Open Your Heart, or especially not Live and Learn, which no. is actually, like, Live and Learn is literally one of my favorite songs. Like, as, as a composer, like, what that song does, I really, 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 really like, and it all kind of, like, fits in with each other uh, like the instrumentation with the vocals themselves uh but like what i made of them is just like this song is like okay like some parts yeah. of it I, I like and some parts of it i'm like okay but it not it doesn't like ever get me going like Although, some of the other crush 40 songs do what what are the live and learn lyrics talking about juice i still don't know to this day i would say they're talking about the entire like lesson that the game is trying to give to you so it's like well are you saying like you can't understand the lyrics themselves because of like the vocalists well, that's one thing yes yeah. but the second one is uh, i don't know what the lyrics are talking about it's, it's yeah i mean i would say it's literally telling you not to worry about the past or like take your mistakes learn from them and continue moving forward 
is would be the yeah, main. It's not really a theme in the game, I think. You don't think so? Mm. With, with Shadow mm. the Hedgehog? His entire, like, arc of, yeah, like, learning but... out who he is and then, like, deciding <laughs> yeah, in the last moment to, isn't like... That what Shadow's, isn't that what Shadow's theme is for? I mean, I get, but Sonic, but Sonic Adventure Two is like Shadow's story. I like, guess so. I, I don't, like it's like deciding at the last minute. Okay, I have, wow, all of this shitty things I did, and like everyone's going to accept me in this final moment, and I'm going to turn myself around now mm -hmm. that I've learned this, and I'm going to live free and save the world, and that's kind of what. But I mean, obviously, the lyrics can apply to like anyone in like basic in their own lives, which is why I like it so I much. I feel like "Open Your Heart" was more directly <clears throat> related to the themes of SA One. It, where yeah, it, open I, your I heart agree. is literally, you know, relating to chaos and let go of like the, you know, open your heart to love and then then yeah, instead of closing it and locking yeah. yourself in the master emerald again. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can. That's, what I'm made that's of is not really thematically. It's just like we're being kick ass, but it's not. But heroes doesn't have a theme, I guess. So it's. It's hard to yeah, yeah heroes is like main theme it doesn't really friendship. have one yeah it's friendship. just like, I love friendship yeah what i'm made of just kind of feels like it's like a sonic power show versus metal sonic like oh you did all this yeah. to to show me this yeah. and yet i'm still the better hedgehog i don't care yeah. what you think you are this is what i'm made of that's kind of what i get from mm -hmm. it uh which is cool but it's not as much of an imp like live and learn the entire game the menus, all the light motifs throughout the levels builds up to live and learn. Heroes mm -hmm. doesn't do anything like that. Secret so, Rings had really built off that, but nah, just put the theme. No, for yeah. Every... Instead of making it a subtle <laughs> light motif, let's just make the theme every time you complete the level. Secret Rings is is easily one of the worst Sonic games. No competition. I mean, that's a very yeah. common opinion. Yeah, so. I, I think uh, Secret Rings and Free Riders. Like Free Riders also. Well, Free Riders work. is my worst Sonic game because it actually gave me physical pain. It no doesn't work. It doesn't even work. God. I actually had my well, life. I could say that for Secret Rings too. It doesn't work, man. <laughs> the controls don't work, man. I like the two-player mode of Secret Rings more than the one-player mode. So yeah, Mario Party's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so this was really fun. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna close it off here because I know it's really late thoughts. for you. Yeah, I guess the final thoughts. Yeah, we'll give oh, final bro. thoughts. So my final thoughts for this game is that I think that it tried to tackle too much, and that it lost focus. Go figure. This is like a, a rehash of what I said about Sonic Adventure. Um, <laughs> But I wish that they would have focused more on the team gameplay and made it so you reserve your, your momentum throughout um, instead of having it such stop and start and making you go through, like, the same levels four times with separate sections. They could have, A, either made it so it's just, like, a couple stories that have a good amount of differences from each other and, ex and like, made more levels and just focused on those and got rid of some of the jank. Or, B... Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember where I was going with option B, well, but option well, <laughs> I said option it earlier. B is, my option B is have three teams or two and make oh, yeah, each the, of the them axe. in a yeah. zone. Yeah, so it's just like, I feel like this game could have been a lot more than it was, but at the end of the day, the game doesn't make me want to get better at it, unfortunately. 
and um, I'll probably finish up my game, my uh, my my playthrough of it, just because it's been so long since I've done, like I've gotten to the the end of the game. I'm not too sure, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I just wish that the game would make me want to play it more. I would say is my my biggest gripe with it: the amount of jank in it, uh, the amount of times I get punished for things that don't seem like they're my fault at all. Mm -hmm. Good concepts, bad execution, sh it, sh very small moments of times where I feel like it, it shines um, and I actually feel that momentum and I feel like I, I know what's going on and then so many times where it just pulls it right away from you. Um, I don't know. I just wanted more from this experience of playing Sonic Heroes and we'll never get that because I'm sh how like we know Sega we know that they go to one thing one time and then if it doesn't work out perfectly then they'll never revisit it to like explore it further and refine it so mm -hmm. <clears throat> those are my final thoughts on Sonic Heroes <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to Lem for me, it's always been an awkward thing for me because since I have I've been attached to this game for too long, like I can appreciate everything the game gives, but I still will find flaws in things that I feel like are still justified despite my length of playing. And kind of like I said before, they could have I do still feel like they could have done a lot more with all the characters giving them unique things because one unique thing that I actually didn't mention was that with the pinball tables, each character has their own weight to them. Every character has their own individual weight. It's not like every power, every speed, every flight is unique. No, every all the 12 characters have their own. And they could have done things with that, like let's say like the height or something of jumping or like how fast they're going rather than just like copying and pasting their actual stats mm -hmm. to everybody. Like this is why I said earlier where they could have done things where like when you level up more or like when you get if you were to get like upgrades to bring to farther stages to keep those abilities like it would make a, the gameplay experience a lot more interesting and honestly given it's given i speed run it would make the if the speed run even more interesting because re, because the most frustrating thing in this game is when you're at the end of the level you have to do, like do a bunch of things like enemies and you die and you have to do all of them at level zero that is the most frustrating yeah, thing yeah yeah and they could they should have had some kind of way to at least make it so it's not like you're suffering because it honestly does feel like you're suffering when you get to that point mm -hmm. but i don't know this game has it's not my favorite sonic game i play it more than a lot of others nowadays but it's certainly not my favorite one like i still put it above adventure or i, I, I still have like adventure or unleashed go above it like it's not as high as i people think i rank it i just really like the movement and and the tech in it that honestly makes it really satisfying to like like zoom through just because i have so much knowledge of the game yeah but it's, yeah, it's, it's still gonna what are you saying yeah so what you're basically saying is like as a game in a holistic sense it's not your favorite but as a speed run game it's one of your favorites yeah i just really enjoy the movement of it like Zadix is my favorite Sonic game, like, but that doesn't mean I like the movement in that game as much as others because some games it just it just feels better just to do everything. And Heroes is a game that I just like doing everything in. Yeah. Just because I, I know what's coming. 
And like I, to add on to what I said earlier, I just wish there was more of that balance between someone who's just played it a little bit and someone who's put 2,000 hours into the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like it made me, I, I wish there was a point in the game where it made, it made me want to put 2,000 hours into the game to get to the level that someone like you is at where they can enjoy all those things. And I genuinely mean that because I don't want to like dislike a game. Like, <laughs> so. Mm hmm and it, it just kind of goes back, like, right back into the focus. Like, having more individual, like, attributes for these characters and limiting how many of them there were would probably make that a little bit more feasible for the team. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can you can go ahead, uh, RC. Yeah, <clears throat> my final thoughts, I think it can boil it down pretty simple that I think a lot of the level design is pretty good. Uh, but this, you know, the team mechanic and the stop and start kind of feel like it detracts more than it adds to me. And I mean, the game killer is just that the game is just janky. Um, it's a game that clearly feels like kind of stitched together and like it wasn't programmed correctly. And it kind of just brings the, the thing down for me. And like i finished two teams and i've completely had my fill i'm not gonna go back to team hero or team sonic or whatever i think it's team sonic i'm not gonna go back to team rose especially um i think one playthrough i like ideally if i had to say i could just download a save file for super hard and maybe once in a while i would play through that but other than that um yeah not fun enough for me to play through four campaigns mm -hmm. and i think what i'll give the game this much i think it's good to move away from multiple play styles that sa1 and 2 had those were kind of things of the early 90s and or late 90s and early 2000s where there were like a lot of playable characters and play styles that was hip back then but I think it was a good idea to move away from that. And Sonic has stayed away from that ever since, except Unleashed with the Werehog, which I think is a good move. I like games that just focus on one playstyle instead of like having three different genres or whatever in one game. Um, but yeah, it's just not polished enough. It's pretty frustrating and it's especially not fun to complete. So like you would think if there's the core of good level design which is one of the most important things in the platformer right level design is a huge one it's generally pretty good and solid and it's got a lot of cool moments but it's just brought down and muddied under the fact that the game is just rough very rough i think yeah. so <clears throat> So it's like good ideas, uh, bad execution. It rounds out. I wouldn't say it's a bad game, but it rounds out to like, if I had to put it on the scale, it would be like a five to a six out of 10, I'm afraid. It's definitely the justified game that made people like start to wonder if this was the quote unquote dark age of Sonic. Yeah, I, 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 I hear some people say they don't think that, but I think it's very 50 heroes is, I think heroes is the start of the downfall some you feel like something's going wrong how can you get a sequel to sa2 with controls that are way worse obviously the engine is the thing and the multi-plat but that's this is why i say i kind of rate sonic and 
uh, Sonic Heroes and Shadow like both between like a five and a six out of or like a five out of ten. Yeah, because they all they they each give and take. So I don't really yeah, I know mean, which one I prefer over the I other. I feel like a sequel should never have worse controls, right? And Heroes just got. I mean, I I guess you could say subjectively you like SA2's controls less than in one, but the controls in SA2 <laughs> are good. They're good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And so are they in SA1, but then in Heroes, it's like such a downgrade in terms of controls for a sequel. That's just... A big and, thing, and they a never big fixed it. Shadow has still doesn't have great controls. 06 doesn't have great controls. None of the boost games have great controls, although they need less of it, but... They've never people... got good controls again, like in SA1 and 2. <laughs> never. Mm. I think a thing people overlook with the movement in the, of SA1 and SA2 is character weight. Like, characters yeah. actually have the weight to them. Like, when you're slightly on an incline, you're not going to move much. When you're on a steep one, you'll go down more. That, you feel that in SA1 and 2. You get that. But with mm -hmm. a lot of Sonic games, especially like nowadays, you kind of just, you kind of move, but you don't feel nearly as much weight as one should. Because, like, when yeah. you're as big in SA1, you feel how heavy it is. You feel how yeah. slow it is. It makes sense. But, like, Heroes, like, it has the weight, but, like, it's, like, halfway there to actually being accurate to how it should be, like how SA1 and 2 had it. Yeah. Getting to know your jump arcs in Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are, like, infinitely easier than in Sonic Heroes and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. and, like, <clears throat> why did they never get the controls really right again after SA1 and 2, which were their first... Two, 3D games because they don't Sonic they Art. don't care to they want to try something different and then if it doesn't work they're going to move on to the next thing and that's been Sega's thing since yeah then you know I mean yeah. Yeah. one and two are their first yeah. 3D games and they have better controls than every 3D Sonic that came after it yeah. every single one of them yeah we went into that when we talked about Sonic Adventure one and Sonic Adventure two in the previous podcast too yeah and I mean with Mario sixty four pretty janky movement in some places right yeah um but sunshine refined it and galaxy toned it down you can't do as much but still very functional solid polished controls and, and all the money got it right yeah odyssey, odyssey is the magnum yeah. opus so yeah, yeah but i mean 64 was janky sunshine fixed it yeah and they never got worse they got more limited but they didn't get like yeah, Jamie. they didn't deteriorate the effectiveness and how well it felt. Yeah, and with Sonic, it's just like every Sonic game. Heroes doesn't have great controls. Shadow doesn't have great controls. 06 doesn't have great controls. Unleashed doesn't. The boost games that Lost World doesn't have great controls as far as I'm concerned. Um, the storybook games don't have great controls. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Heroes, I the first one is good, but that's a different genre, so... <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I I would say that this is probably a good place to, to end off yeah. with our final thoughts on. Up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Why don't you guys... Uh, oop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, ST. Thanks for joining us. Oopsie. <laughs> um, <laughs> why don't you guys go ahead and tell them where they can uh, find you? Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter and YouTube, um, at RetropolisZone on Twitter, and just RetropolisZone on YouTube. I am gonna do a Sonic Adventure 2 review pretty soon, a re-review. I've done it 
like six years ago when I just started the channel, but those videos are cringy and you need to <laughs> don't look those up. I'll, I'm going to be redoing Sonic Adventure 2, but generally I don't really do a lot of Sonic content. Um, I do like more niche shit like Ninja Gaiden, which I like a lot more, but it's obviously less popular. So if you're going to go to my channel, don't expect necessarily Sonic or yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's it basically awesome. and you can find me on twitter you can find me on twitch you can find me on youtube i go by just lemmers on all of them you're gonna find pretty much only sonic at the time and when you don't you're probably either gonna find persona you're gonna find mario or you're gonna find kingdom arts and that's probably all you're gonna find because <laughs> i do not play many uh varieties of games besides just the ones i'm already used to and if you go on my twitter be warned there's too many memes and you know, for my Twitch, you'll just find me probably speedrunning either this game or SA1. And my YouTube, you'll find where those runs from Twitch are actually successful because in Twitch, there's too many times I fail. Don't worry about those ones. Sweet. And yeah, that's me. Where, where can we find you, Juice? <laughs> well, for those of you who are new here, you can find me at juice underscore polydot on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram, and you can join the Discord, which I will put in chat now, which is discord.gg slash thejuicebox, where I host weekly events. Oh, thank you, Blue Blur. Um, so if you like Sonic Adventure 2, if you like Final Fantasy, I'm a huge Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 9 nerd, which I... I... Oh, this man knows my language. Yes. <laughs> So uh, you can check okay, me let's out on any of these. Final Fantasy Nine right now. Let's no, go. Wait, that's a, that's a ways away. Don't worry, we'll get let's there. Go. <laughs> let's go. So I really like Garnet's ass, and no, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, no. Uh, let's cut it. Let's let's wrap it up. Yeah. So um, if you liked stuff like this, obviously you can find this podcast later on YouTube and on Spotify. It should be up within the next two days. Uh, very very. Uh, give big thanks to uh just lemmers and rz here for being on the show and i'm looking forward to having them on for uh future episodes so thank you guys for coming i appreciate it and uh thanks chat for yeah. being here yeah so uh that is going to be it guys thank you for coming to the juice cast episode three on sonic heroes sayonara peace my webcam is over there not there <laughs> <laughs>